Warning, the following audio contains various high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which can include foul language, strong ale, highly suggestive situations, and extreme fantasy violence. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. Gentlemen, we are back. Uh, I'm so excited. We are on the penultimate episode of the Keeper City arc. Uh, I am, of course, joined here by Trevor Flynn playing Scree, uh, the Kinku Rogue. Hello, how are you to this? Mo- how are you today? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> I'm also joined here by. Uh, well, all of my fucking screens are messed up again. Thank you. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, no. It's just this. Okay. So yeah, it's just <laughs> man, y'all keep moving. That's <laughs> I can't trust you. But I'm also joined here by Edwin Reyes. Uh, we don't know who Edwin is playing because technically Chuck is dead men tell no tales. Technically he's currently dead. Yes, this is correct. So we shall see what the sitch is and if he continues to live or what's going on. And everybody's stuff is crap all of a sudden. Great. Well done. I'm really glad we get to do this during the roast and I got to like have this intro be me correcting the screens. All right. Anyways, uh, I'm also joined here by Tanner playing Ash Fallbright, the half elf sorcerer. How are you, Tanner? I'm doing good, but I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, I, it's, there's a lot of lot of stuff that could happen, a lot of stuff to take out. But we're going to go ahead and get started right here with the recap. And I just want to go ahead and say a couple things. We will be doing uh, some stream giveaways eventually. That is not that is a foregone conclusion that we are going to do it. But I couldn't give it away or Tasha's give. I couldn't give it away before Tasha's is actually released tomorrow because I really wanted to give away, give away Tasha's uh, Cauldron of Everything, which we'll be giving away next Monday. They'll be doing so. We'll be doing some talking. We're going to be getting a run up. Uh, getting set so stay tuned get in touch if you're here for the giveaway it'll be next monday we'll be doing some questions during the session you can answer them in chat and i'll get your uh twitch contact and we'll be doing the full-on twitch stream rules where we can be doing a full-on uh giveaway so stay tuned for that if you get us to more subscribers we're hoping to break like a you know a couple hundred followers and maybe in that time we'll be able to do a couple more giveaways that time so stay tuned for that and uh, yeah uh again one of the other things too we're the pen and paper pod we're the D uh, arm of of the Tuscan Shed Media Network, which includes other casts such as uh, the Movie Gang Podcast, Animania. A lot of these guys are on here for all those other casts as well. Obviously, Ed is usually in a better mood and much more chipper. He's just sad because his character died. What do you yesterday. mean? I am, I am a bag of sunshine, sir. Ch- usually, ch- cheerio. Usually usually uh yeah but anyways uh check out all of those and then head on over to our stuff we would really appreciate it i also wanted to let you know that we are we officially have our podcast feed back up live uh if you're listening to this in podcast form that's super awkward talking about the feed and how it's behind everything but anyways it is uh we'll be catching up over the holidays on all of our backlogged podcast episodes next week we will be releasing the first episode of season three onto the podcast feed so stay tuned for that if you're like me and you listen to 90 percent of your dnd's content via audio only podcast i am i'm here for you i understand we're gonna get it for you just you wait the content is coming so without further ado let's go ahead and begin and i have a little bit of a recap uh just for just to make sure that we're all on the same page because i'd hate for anybody to get lost here uh yeah Last time, so I just want to go ahead. This is more of a Keeper City recap, so let's just go ahead. Uh, Previously on the Pen and Paper Pod, 
Our villains were recruited by the nefarious organization Demon Army Remnant Knights, led by Lord Venom, a mysterious figure with unknown motivations. He sent our villains to collect artifacts across the globe for some unknown purpose. And now, here's what I'm going to do. For the first question of the day, if anybody can give me a credit uh, for advantage, so I'll t- start of the show, everybody to get advantage for that particular session, and I encourage them to use advantage in that session once. Uh, to get advantage, they have to answer a question. So the question, the first question is, for advantage, someone give me your current most credible theory as to what Lord Venom is trying to do. First buzzer on the first finger on the buzzer gets to answer it. <laughs> I got I got I got answer. Go ahead, go ahead, Ash. He's trying to he, he's trying to summon Barbara. All right, good. Yeah, you get advantage. E- easy as pie. All right, you want to you want to ask? Do I believe I wanna, that. I no. Do you don't believe that? Why don't you believe that? Is that no, just because no. you know me as a DM, or what do you think? Well, every, everyone's just gonna like betray everyone eventually, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is not the positivity podcast. I will. I will say it's just like it's you know it's great. I mean, we we were talking off camera of like how the the nun didn't really betray us because we were never really together, but it was a betrayal. But it wasn't. She's just playing the game. Just like you respect the game. All right, perfect. All right. Uh, yeah. So coming in among the teams sent to collect artifacts uh, were your fellow uh, slug-bound prisoners, Amon, uh, Devil Spawn, Bag of Nails, and Galal Bar Killer, who all failed to collect the cask of Bargul from Keeper City, having failed to achieve their goal and only communicating vaguely about the cask locations. Uh, they sent you on a quest to a certain location. Uh, what family-owned casino was the cask located in? Uh, name the family name. Oh. Uh, Ed. Was it the Sanguine family? Uh, I'll give you partial credit. I don't know how I would give you partial credit because it doesn't make any sense how I would give partial credit. Uh, try, <laughs> then try no one more partial time. credit, I try, guess. Try, try one more time. You're you're ah. you're absolutely right. It's like very much there. You just you're missing like a vowel. Sanguinum? Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Got the blood in one. Uh yeah, the Sanguinum family. Our heroes infiltrated the casino and only to discover the uh, a double cross by Kingfishers in an attempt to capture more members of Dark and turn them into automatons. Sensing an opportunity to acquire the Sea Axe, an object with the power to awaken her secret patron ro- Lord Cthulhu, Saint Helena, still masquerading as a saint of the Church of the Trinity and a Kingfisher knight, rescues the party and convinces them that the Kingfishers are up to no good, which was honestly a pretty easy sell, because yeah. Um, yeah, she then gives the party just enough information to lead them on a path of discovery, revealing that the cult of suffering has been murdering people in Waterdeep, utilizing canisters made by the Institute of Kindness and Dr. Glim Garrick to capture their last moments of suffering. Unknowns to the party, these were being used to contain Cthulhu and keep him in an eternal sleep. Our heroes thus cast out on a path of destruction and killed and res- uh, sorry- our heroes thus cast on a path of destruction, killed and resurrected Carmilla Sanguinum, the bat vigilante of Keeper City. Summoning the axe from Lord Venom, they have now disabled the barrier between realities, and St. Helena has claimed the axe of Barghul and plans to use its power to finally awaken the Great Old One. Our heroes were greatly outmatched by her forces, including the turncoat bag of nails and a, blood, and a bloody angel, and unfortunately Chuck Angus has fallen to these foes and died before Scree or Ash were able to save him. For advantage, why did Bag of Nails turn on you? That's your question, Trevor. No idea. 
That is the correct answer. You have no idea because you didn't let me monologue. <laughs> you all get advantage. <laughs> uh, Wait, was the monologue gonna tell us why she turned? Yeah, it was a like, bag of nails. There was gonna be like a whole conversation, and you're just y'all were like, no, how are we gonna surprise this bitch? Like, it was, I don't know. It was, it was, it was yeah. It was, anyways, uh, they avenged him. By as, as critics, we all know we hate the villain monologue when they're just standing there. We were just doing what we know, Jack. Go. Sure. Attacking with their pants down. I as the creator, I now fully appreciate the value of the monologue and why people want it to happen. Like, I just, I completely Yeah, exposition understand. is great. Yeah. No, it's not exposition. Ah, okay, whatever. You just shot me in the heart, man. <laughs> they avenged him by murdering the traitorous bag of nails, however, and now an even greater threat has entered the chamber. Gentlemen, are you ready? I'm dead. Yeah, you're not there. I am ready. I debated putting a skull and bones icon over your face for the first half of this cast. Okay. You all are underwater in a dimly lit cave. The portal to, the portal to Rala sits over your shoulder, winking open at intervals, creating waves of green light that flash across the cave like a lapping wave. You sit before the fallen St. Helena. Her face has been burned away in one half by Scree's poison. Her skin is pink and bubbling like old chewing gum and is peeling away from the skull on one side, revealing the white bone of her skull. She holds a staff in one hand with the gold key of pride and the head creating a sunblade scythe. In one hand, she holds the axe of Barghul. In the other, she's flanked on one side by her angel, who is being controlled by the red thorn collar around her neck. It's currently weeping blood as it bites into the angel's skin as if it is pressed to keep continue controlling her. Bag of Nails lays dead beside her, his gun blades crossed over his chest as he fell. Chuck lays behind you. No longer breathing, his body is beginning to cool and flow upwards like a beloved goldfish drifting to the top of the fishbowl, belly up. His flesh is changing as the magic of the spell that kept him in his form of Chuck Angus ebbs and reveals the twisted form, the mind-slung rot upon its victim. The body looks like an overgrown slug. The long tentacle-like appendages with a wide, mini-tooth opening, unsimilar to a mouth. The eyes are wide and dull, like a fish's black eyes. As you prepare for the worst, the ceiling caves in, and in plunges Chuck Angus's whale friend. Riding on his back is a single, golden-haired warrior in black armor. With a single longsword in his hand, he lands beside the whale, and regards her. This is King Kamaklavan, first of his name and founder of the city of Kamaklaval and the country of Camelon. No ego there. Uh, behind him, from the hole in the ceiling, leading back up to the surface, comes a giant submarine with many octopodal-like tentacles. It climbs out of the hole before a figure in a cloak of the manta ray jumps. Well, it technically just jumps. He swims down. Because uh, you guys are underwater, y'all in cloaks of the manta ray, so you're all are underwater, breathing underwater with the scuba style tanks, or at least specifically Scree and Ashar. Uh, figuring a cloak of the manta ray jumps off, off its hull and rockets down to the ground. It's Lady Sejanus, and in the viewport of the sub, you see Glim Garrick. All right. Uh, yeah, so you actually see all of these people here, and they are now coming to stand in front of behind you. And I just want to go ahead and show kind of where we are on the room. Uh, just right behind you guys. Uh, you have the whale 
that's a gargantuan creature that's busted in King Kamaklan and has landed kind of right here. Lady Sejanus and uh, Professor Garrick and a large submarine are kind of flanking the whale on either side. You gentlemen are between them. This is Chuck's dead body. And on the far side is the angel right here with her on the far side, severely injured from having her face burned off by Scree. What do you do? Uh, I float here. You float like a dead goat. I'm just kind of shocked. I'm just kind of shocked at how many people are here. And like, we are way outgunned and way outnumbered. This is accurate. Um, I, I got some look to screed to get some kind of inkling of what to do. I'm speechless. Chuck is dead, and uh, I feel like it's my fault. I didn't accomplish anything. I wasn't able to kill Helena. I did kill Bag of Nails. Can I loot Bag of Nails' body real quick? Yeah, do it. I'm just going to hand uh, stand over the cask because I'm still like positioned over it. You so find just, like, you find guarded. a bag of crap, but you find his two gun blades uh, along the sides. They say Rosencrantz and Guildenstern on each blade. Nice. Wait, I, did he have like I, a literal bag of crap or like no, like no, it wasn't a literal bag of crap. It's like a bag. You open it up, it's got like files and it's like wet pages. Like he's got a, he had a satchel with shit in it. You don't you don't have the time to go through it. Like you just take the satchel, I assume. Unless you want to spend the time to search through it, and I'll take you out of combat for no, a things are kind of tense right now. I, I figured it in the old bag. I'm thing. not trying to put words in your mouth, bud, but I am trying to probably help you a little bit. I'm going to put the uh, gun blades in your inventory if that's okay. Fine, me. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Ah, uh, high school. Really? <laughs> yeah, that that was a uh, senior lit. I loved that book, honestly. Uh, all right sweet it is now in your inventory uh notice you notice that they are uh two that the uh, we'll, we'll get to the explanation of the blades in a bit but i just wanted to go ahead and tell you that you have them in your inventory uh i just told them in, in grief still trying to accept the fact that chuck is dead and i say are these the wages of the death that chuck is dead <laughs> King Kamaklavan is going to turn to you and he's going to say, Hello, sirs. Scree, Ravenkin, and Ash Fallbright. I asked for this night of boon if you'd be willing to gift it to me. A boon? Scree's last name was Ravenkin? Since when? It's not his actual name. I mean, he's just calling him Ravenkin. What? I'm not saying, what do you need from us? I would ask that a truce between us in dark for the next 24 hours, in which I will do no ill against you as long as you help to prevent the closure or you know, help prevent the rise of Cthulhu in the city. Well, we know dark doesn't want that. So I guess you have a deal. Yeah. In that case, I will honor the deal. I will do no harm to you for the next 24 hours. You may leave this land and be gone from it. But after that time period, we will be any of these again. But for the time being, we must deal with Helena. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, whisper to Scree as we're about to leave. Scree, she's got the sea axe though. Oh yeah, we need that. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead. 
We we need the CX. I by no chance can give that to you. We can make further discussion once the end of the world is averted, good sir. We do. We don't actually necessarily need it, do we? Well, it was one of the objects we have to get. But I mean, we got, yeah. got the cask, so like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. You you would think we'll we like, you would cask? think you would think no, the cask is sitting next to Chuck's body. It's just there on yeah. the ground. Oh, I, oh, I thought yeah, I thought I was over it. Oh, you were you over isn't it? This, oh, yeah, isn't, you're, isn't right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, it's I mean that's technically next to Chuck's body. You know what I mean? I mean oh, I'm gotcha. up, and I'm a weird squid creature. Well, can you even call it Chuck anymore? That's a good question. Let's. I take some rope. I take some rope. Tie the cast to Chuck, and then we start pulling Chuck's body. Yep. You're able to pull it in. As as you pull Chuck in, though, she's going to start. uh, Lady Helena, sorry, Saint Helena is going to start laughing. Uh, As she starts maniacally giggling, and you guys can see that uh, over her shoulder, she talks now with a little bit of a lisp because she's moosing half of her face on one side. Is this what she thought? You thought she would come down here, Kamaklavin? <laughs> it's too late. These idiots have broken the seal on my lord. And um, I have the axe. The end <coughs> of all things is nigh. Welcome it with me, my friend. And uh, he's going to turn to her and he says, please, Helena, you need to stop. You need to stop this now. You can stop. You can choose to put down the axe. You can choose to be somebody else. I know what drove you to this in the end. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's changed all of us. Please. Killing more people and everybody that's ever lived is not the answer. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, I'm, I'm still tying Chuck up. Yeah, yeah, you got him squared. I love that laugh. <laughs> yeah, she's going, uh, she's just kind of, she's almost spittling. Out, out one side of her mouth. It's like literally the bones and teeth are exposed on one side of her mouth and her jaw. Um. I make an offer to you. Help me with King Kamaklalan. And uh, I will ensure my lord does not eat your souls and you are allowed to proceed onward with your friend Chuck to wherever your souls would find their final rest. Um, can we, uh, what? Do you guys just say what? What did you say, Ash? 
with 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 Chuck. Like, what you killed her, him. Her. And I will be a mercy to kill you. As soon the souls of Earth will be consumed by my Lord, and those who have not yet left it will be tortured beyond anything that they can imagine. So please take um, my mercy. And I turn to. Go ahead, Scree. Can I talk? To, can, can I talk to King Kamaklavan and say, um, "Yeah, is there anything you can do for our friend?" If we help you put her down. <sighs> I'm sorry, Ravenkin. Unfortunately, it is beyond my power to help him. There are powers that might be able to bring him back to the life. But I insist in him a good many people with fingers in that pie. That's a weird way to put that. Um, he didn't say that shit. <laughs> Chuck's a pie and people who have fingers in it. I'm sorry. Sounds correct. Yes. There's a good many people. Sounds like... (laughs) There's a good many people with claims to his soul. I don't know that you would be able to reclaim his soul at this point. That said, the only person with probably the power to do so would be St. Helena. And unfortunately, uh, I don't think she's going to be bringing anybody back to life today. Quite the opposite, really. I guess we might as well keep killing her, though. Agreed. Yeah, your offer offer isn't that that good. And let's be about it. And uh, but before he says, he says, but hold, hold. She must not blow the flute. We have to stop her from blowing the flute. For what flute? The sea axe is a flute. Remember. Uh. This, the haft had like holes in it and then the, the back of the yeah. axe had like a flank so you could play it like a flute. Oh, yeah. It's a giant dragon sword, dragon dagger, Power Rangers reference. I am so fucking glad that you did that. Um, <laughs> she plays the flute. <laughs> oh no! She plays the flute! Uh. I could not because he literally knew. I, I love how we're on the same wavelength sometimes, Chuck. I just love that. I love that you like we both had the same goddamn thought, and I literally had to track down the the actual sound effect for the dragon board. Anyways, this is a tense, uh, a tense moment, so I'll actually be serious. Uh, At once, once a point in time, that was my uh, notification sound for my phone for yeah. like everything: phone yeah. calls, texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the Power Rangers beeper. Beep, 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 beep. Forever. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, gentlemen, uh, as you guys continue on here, uh, what's going to be uh, happening is that uh, I have a couple of things. Uh, <clears throat> so as you guys turn around, you see, uh, do you guys turn around, actually? Because you actually, the pulsing green light of the portal suddenly becomes a full-on green light. So do you turn around to look at it? I guess, I guess since, I, since I know that that's what causes the madness, I wouldn't look at it. No, a, I think I'm going to charge forward at St. Helen. Nah. Uh, you are bypassed uh, as... Actually, what is your swimming speed? 
60, I think, for the... Yeah, yeah I can yeah, make yeah. it, I think. No, you can make it. It's not a problem. But what is going to happen is that the whale is going to have advantage and he's going to get a surprise attack because he can do this leap thing. Uh, so the whale is going to move first and he's going to whale forward and he's going to swallow Helena. And she needs to make a save. She's going to make a dexterity saving throw, and she'll do a twenty, so she'll pass. Uh, but I'm going to give her that advantage. She'll fail. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, she fa- uh, she fails the saving throw, and uh, the whale swallows her, uh, leaping over the angel. And as the whale swallows her, it's muffled, and then the the uh, the battle angel is going to start turn around and begin trying to cut into the whale. Uh. King Klamaklaman is going to put his hand on both of your shoulders. Uh, what do you do? I recoil naturally. All right. As you recoil off, uh, he's going to turn and he's going to do like some hand gestures at you, Scree, and he's going to thieves cant through the water because he's been using some telepathy till now. He's going to signal to you in thieves cant and he's going to say, uh, Kingfishers must fight incoming army kill the kill the angel so it sorry no save the angel so it won't hurt the whale save him and then he signals back we just kill him whale is avatar of ondi can keep her contained for a short while Oh, I see. Okay, let's get that angel. You say this underwater. <laughs> Sorry, I guess we've been talking. I'm gonna just. I'm not trying well, to bust everybody's bug. Yeah, I assumed at some point we could do this, but let, let me let me just go ahead and continue on. He's going to say. Anner uh, now has a telepathy. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Thing, sure. don't you? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah. you said? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm just gonna make this easier so just everybody can do it. So that we just. Scree Ash, you must stop the angel from freeing her from the whale. If she gets out of the whale, she'll be able to keep singing. It's muffling the effect of it right now. The abolith that you fought before, there are hundreds of them about to come through the portal. We must stop them. And the kingfishers will go into them and stop them. You must stop the angel. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. Good. Good Good work, friends. Please fight to your heart's content. And then he's going to turn around and he's going to... It's, it's actually like kind of a choreo, like choreographed ballet, actually. You can actually see like kind of the work of like three friends who have like worked pretty well together. And even though Glim Garrick is crazy as a hatter, you see that he like brings the sub to the middle and Lady Sejanus gets onto one side and casts haste on the sub. And then he jumps on the other and the three of them together rocket forward into the portal as the squid octopus thing, the squid tentacles actually work like a propeller. And you three are two are left alone as the angel is beginning to attack the whale. Uh, Roll initiative. I'm dead, right? You are dead, yes. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna watch as these fools die a horrible death. Nice, uh, nice cheering section there, Chuck. Perfect. Uh, first up in the order is Ash. Uh, 
No, I got a 14. Scree got a 15. Oh, okay. My bad. Did I... Oh, yeah. I read it wrong. Sorry. Go ahead, Scree. Uh, you both yeah. are. You both are next I, to each other. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I'll uh, rush the angel and attack with the stun blade. Gotcha. And Hit boom it. blade it. All right, that'll hit. Uh, and you do uh, 13 damage plus eight radiant. Uh, so let me just check something too. Uh, she is resistant to radiant, so she'll only do take half in radiant damage. Uh, so she'll take four radiant damage. So you're 13 plus the eight thunder damage. So you'll do. Uh, so you do 21 plus four. 25. Is- 25. Yeah. So you'll take. She'll take 25 damage, and she'll take another nine if she gets hit again. So, uh, solid hit from Scree. What else do you want to do? You want to take an offhand attack, or what do you want to do? I'll disengage and uh, come back over here to guard the Chuck's body. Yep. Uh, Next up in the order is Ash. All right. Ash is going to do what a blaster caster does. Just fire bolter. All right. 14 will not hit. Yeah, that will not hit her plate. She's wearing Oh, Sorry, does a 15 hit? It does not hit. No. No, then it doesn't. Fifteen doesn't hit either. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. that, then Ash will convert a first level spell to sorcery points, and that'll be it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Next up in the order is uh, the whale, who is going to begin to gurgle and uh, choke as if something's coming up, and then all of a sudden you're going to hear some words, some magical words come out of his throat, and all of a sudden the spell that she cast before to remove the water from the chamber begins centered on the whale and cast out as the whale is beached as all the water in the chamber flows away from him. And you guys are coming down as well, and it's now again a flat surface. There's no water inside the chamber for 90 feet centered on the whale. Uh, Next up is the angel, who is going to... uh, move now that she has her fly speed back she's going to shake her wings and they're going to come off and they're going to uh kind of like reverberate around the chambers like as as the kind of the light shakes off of them and you can tell you can tell at this point guys that like you know she's been fighting this this entire time but as she shakes this off and she feels the strain of battle she's she still enjoys this like there's still something of her in there that you can kind of see and just like the way that she's like she gets up she you know scree stabs her in the back and then you get uh, you manage to uh actually i think scree you would have gotten sneak as well wouldn't you no i guess well, it's kind of technically a gargantuan only if you count the whale as a uh, yeah it's rough um, rough about that I, i'm not gonna probably it's up to you we'll, uh, we'll do it next time he's gonna take thunder damage if she moves though she is yeah so she's gonna take nine you should take damage. thunder damage if she moves nine correct yeah. All right. She is now bloodied. Uh, the angel is going to uh, go ahead and give herself battlefield inspiration as a bonus action, and then she's got uh, she's got ninety feet of fly speed, and she's going to fly by. She's not going to attack the thing. She's actually going to f- sorry, I can't literally grab her. She's going to fly by Ash, and she's going to make uh, two weapon attacks at Ash. The first one uh, is going to be twenty five to hit. 
Yeah, that'll hurt. It's gonna be two handed. Barely. Bare oh yeah, barely. She's going to do 11 slashing damage uh, plus. Uh... No, it'll be. Uh, she's going to take. She's going to do uh, 29 points of damage to you, Ash. Ouch, bitch. Okay. And then she's going to attack again. Uh, but she's going to actually wheel around and wheel around past you. And she's actually going to fly out of your space. So let's just do this. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90. So she's actually going to come all the way over here and attack both of you. Second attack's going to be at three. It's going to miss. And then she's just out there in the space. Uh, yeah, that's her turn. And uh, next up is, I believe, Scree. Uh, all right. Going after that angel. And uh, same business. Gotcha. So what was, what was the movement there? Uh, about 30 feet. Yeah, exactly 30. So you've used yeah. all your movement to get there. Okay. Wait, I'm still underwater, aren't I? Oh, wait, You're no, not. we're all the air yeah, bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on that air bubble yeah, 90 cool. feet. Yeah, that's why. And I ruled last time that it was flat ground here, even though it looks, sorry, it's cool atmosphere, but it's like a flat space. I'm not going to do terrain and stuff. Uh, go ahead. Attack uh, with a stun blade. Boom it. That hits. Uh, okay. What uh, do yeah, you do does. here? Uh, so I run at the angel, the battle angel, and um, I, um, I, I I think uh, I'll uh, I'll strike at her wings first, just try and take the fight out of her, not knowing that I'm going to land a killing blow, and then well, when it are becomes you clear that she you can't get away, here to make it not killing. Like you, you always have the choice to make it not killing. You could just cut off her wings and disable her if you wanted to. Because she is a captured person. Um, oh, the collar, right. Yeah. Um, I'm just making sure you know you have that choice. You do not have to kill her. It's it's up to you. Yeah, I'm just thinking that what the advantage would be to leave her alive. What do you think, Ash? Uh, if it's some kind of magic that's doing that collar, I can try, try to dispel it. Hmm. Okay, I'll disable her. Okay, go ahead. So you hit, uh, obviously. So I guess I'll... How much damage do you do? Uh, let's go. So you do... Uh, you're using one-handed, so that's a 12 oh, crit. I... You crit, dude. Yeah. It's, a big, it's, a, big, it's a big yeah, attack. Yeah, and so you did 12 plus 6. It's 18 plus, I uh, guess, Jesus. So 5d6. Why did you do that? Ouch. So that's the D10. That's the extra one. It's just adding. God, this is so hard to read. Yeah, I, know. I hate it sometimes. I don't get sneak attack. Yeah, you do it's not get sneak attack there. So it's 18 tw- at least. 
18 at least, plus 8 of the thunder is uh, 20, uh, 26. Is, wait, wait, you do a D8, right? Wait, no, no, hold on. You do a D8, right, of, of radiant damage, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you get 2d8. The problem is, uh, I don't know yeah. why it's giving you 5d6. That doesn't make, that must be sneak or something. I'll give you the one and the That's two. Sneak. Yeah, so you get, so you get, uh, you're going to get, uh, yeah, okay. So you're going to get uh, three extra points. So it's going to be 15, 21, plus eight is going to be 29. Uh, she had 32 left, so she's now extremely bloodied. Oh, so I didn't, yeah, okay. You managed to hack uh, really deep into one of her wings, but it's almost like the radiant energy of the... Oh, also, it doesn't it actually... Radiant only does half damage, so uh, she's actually going to get one of those points back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she, it, just, it just doesn't... Like, the radiant... The sun and her are, like, very much so the same element. And as you try to cut her with this blade, it's just not yeah. super effective. So, like, you don't manage to hack her wings up, but you did feel like you had the killing blow and element there if your weapon had been more up to the task. Uh, next in the order is going to be Ash. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you have other options. Sorry. Yeah. You can make an offhand attack if you want. Well, I used all my movement speed. I still have a... I can't... I guess I can't disengage if I have... Um, you can't disengage uh, if you want to, but you can't move anywhere. So. Without any movement speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the end of my turn. I mean, you can still... You made an attack action. You, if you, like, there's no reason not to take an offhand here if you wanted to. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like I can still do that, right? Yeah, you can. With the same weapon? You cannot use the same weapon. You have to use the other weapon in your other hand, and you have to draw a weapon to do that. Right, okay. But you can draw as a free All action. Right. So I summon a... Yeah. You so I use, summon a feather dagger and attack with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. It's got yeah. the poison. Yeah. Now, uh, it has not, poison? Yeah, it did. It did a shitload of poison damage. That's why you have gun blades. You're about to have a serious cast. Anyways, go ahead. All right, I draw Rosencrantz to my side and uh, that whale sounds like a shot. Background. Listen to it. Uh, it hits exactly. You're going to do uh, a couple of things here. So you're going to do nine points of damage to her, which is uh, more than enough. Uh, so what? What? So my interpretation is the gun blade can be used physically, or you can use it to discharge one of the chambers. The rounds in the chamber are poisoned, so you're able to cut her essentially with a short sword attack. And how do you want to do this? Do you want to do it non-lethally? How do you want to do it? Yeah, I will, since uh, we observed the collar around her neck, uh, and we might still be able to get some information from her, I guess I'll um, just disable her and um, use the butt of the gun to knock her out, I guess. You do, and as you do, it shears, like, the gun will shear off into, like, one of her wings, and you just see that, like, where you cut it before with the sun sword, it just sort of, like, limb is almost breaking apart as one of her wings come off, and she comes to the ground, unconscious. Uh, as you guys do this, you see that the whale is beginning to bloat as it lays there on the ground, and it's huffing because it can't breathe. And you can just see its, its stomach bloating as if something inside of it is trying to burst forth. Only we could dispel this magic somehow. Uh, as soon as Grace does that, I'm going to go three, 30 feet to the right. And with dispelled magic's 120 feet range, she should still be in range. And uh, I'm going to target, target that collar using dispel magic. 
Okay, go ahead. Oh, the angel. Uh, yeah, it just, it just, the collar just pops off. Uh, and she is unconscious. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, go ahead and make a, you're going to need to make a DC check, though. Uh, Do I know what the DC is? No, it's just a straight spell check. Here, I'm not going to tell you what the DC is. Yeah, you get it. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. The collar pops off, uh, and now the angel is unconscious on the ground. Uh, is the collar still there? Yeah, this. You can pick or was it, it like a spell? No, it's oh, not I a spell. Like yeah. the, co- the collar just pops open. It's like some sort of slave collar. Oh. I mean, you can't pick it up, but Scree can. Uh, Scree, make a wisdom saving throw. I didn't decide to pick it up. Oh yeah, I'll fuck it. I'll, I'll no, this it is this is your new thing. This is your new thing. It, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you're deciding to or to not pick it up. Uh, fail. You pick up the collar. Oh, Nothing happens. Yeah. Um, as as Scree's over there fondling with it, I'm gonna go towards the the sperm whale. Like yeah. where the bloat's coming from. Yeah, the middle of its chest. You can just see, uh, you can just hear a sizzling sound. It's like a sun sword is being used to carve at the inside of the whale's digestive tract. Okay. I have an idea for when she comes out, but I hope that it might not work. I'm going to yell that to Scree. Okay. Well, okay so I do you need help? You want help with your idea that might or might not work? Should I come over there? Yeah, you definitely should. Okay. Um, can I take the angel's body and leave it next to Chuck's? Yeah, this is I getting guess. so sad. Sorry. The bodies are piling up. Yeah. What is your guys' plan? So what the, is our I'm plan? Tell, uh, okay. If she ever get, if she's able, we can't do anything about this water because that would require us to go inside the sperm whale. But if she comes out of the sperm whale, I could cast a dome of wall of stone around her, effectively doing <laughs> the same effect to muffle the sound. Can you not dispel magic on it again? Uh, uh that was my last fourth level slot. And uh... I, I I do have sorcery points that I could use, so I could do that. But I don't I don't know like what what the sea is like a legendary weapon, so dispel magic would be. It only dispels you're for not, three you're levels. Not, yeah, you're not. That's like tenth level magic. You're yeah. not gonna. You're not gonna crack it. Like physically, your character is not capable of cracking the spell on that. Right. And and I think intrinsically, like Ash would know that, right? Yeah. Don't worry, Ed. We're gonna get to you. Don't worry. Just it's cool. Here. I was like, dude, that, that's all I got right now, Scree. So, I could well, polymorph for it, man. All right. Oh. oh. A sunblade explodes out of the guts of the thing and starts to cut like a Jedi lightsaber style door in the guts of the whale as the as the creature screams. And you hear (laughs) just mad as a goddamn head. That was a comedy show going on inside that whale's stomach. Uh, as you guys prepare to face St. Helena, check Angus. 
You're floating through the void. Ooh. Uh, uh, so Chuck, uh, as you, Chuck, you are in a mist of gray fog. Your body, though, some, uh, somewhat less substantial is yours. And for the first time in a while, has been yours. Uh, with the exception that a large purple creep, like a large purple creature is latched onto your neck, softly sucking on you. Uh, not like in the fun way, in the leech way. Uh, it, on, you, uh, you find yourself in a shadow bombed out city with no one around and great rolling clouds of fog covering everything you see. A green walkway set before you, leading you on into the bowels of the city. All right. I guess I, uh... Alright, uh, was that coming from the other side of the the green road? What do you mean? Like that that sound. Where where was that coming from? What sound? I heard I heard words words I did not recognize. Oh, uh, sorry. I think I messed up. Messed up. Were they? Those? Yes. What are you guys hearing? The the deep beat. Yeah, that. damn, I messed up. My bad, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not what I intended for you to hear. So, anyways. Yeah, uh, like I was about to be like, all right, I'm going to do something. And then that comes out. I'm like, no, 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 okay, no, no, no. My bad. That didn't happen. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Chuck. Please continue. Uh, I guess I, I get up and I try and like remove the, the leech on my neck. Uh, it won't come off. It's really strongly affixed, and you don't feel like you have like a lot of strength. It's almost like you your fingers pass through your own neck, as you, like they're insubstantial. You are insubstantial, as is the creature on <sighs> your neck. All right, uh, on a spiritual level. Yeah, Chuck doesn't feel good. Uh, Chuck doesn't know what's going on. Uh, he can't get this thing off his neck, so he's just gonna start shambling. Uh, Towards the the green road, because it's shambling. Uh, you said it's glowing, so the green road is shambling. Uh, the only thing visual in this foggy city. Yeah, as you proceed onward, uh, you come to a, uh, a building. Uh, you proceed to some sort of sliding base of the building, which has some sort of sliding door mechanism. Uh, it's broken, and you see signs in a language you can't read. Uh, it, it appears to be some sort of rundown inn. Uh, a fountain in the entranceway that has long been broken and has stagnant water in it. Uh, and you see the light leading off into one of the hallways inside this rundown inn. So am I supposed to be hearing this classical music right now? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Gotta get creepy. my ambiance. Yeah, creepy, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. It's not creepy. This is, this is very... Uh... <sighs> Busting my ass. I think twice about going in. It's actually kind of cute. I like this. I feel like I'm going on a Disney adventure. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. I guess do you have to let it play out now? Yes, I do, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I can shut it off. I'm sorry. We'll, we're going to have, it's just going to be quiet for this because people don't like my fucking music and I needed to pick something for this. No, I, I like the music. I just didn't, wasn't sure if it was meant for or not because no, it seemed no, like cool. a very. It's cool. It's cool. 
See, like, it's cool. That just seems very, very fun and adventurous and not dark and like dreary. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I guess I entered the building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You uh, head into the building via the greenway and you head to what appears to be a small conference room. Uh, yeah, there's just like a bunch of light flowing in out of this conference room and inside you see there's just like some there's like a set of candles lit at the end of a long table sits five figures. Do you proceed into the room? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. All right. At the head of the table sits Marana. You recognize her in her aspect as death, as a reflection of yourself. It sits a check, sits a Chuck Angus that's uh, just old and gray, and yet has many wounds on his body that are seeping with freshly, with fresh blood. Yeah, his skin is pallid and gray, and disease has rocked part of his body. He, she is a reflection of you in this form. Uh, there's two figures on either side of her. To one side, since a businessman uh, in a well-made suit, uh, you know. Uh, all right here we go uh from right from right to the left you see a man in a sharp business suit black on black tie white shirt his face is gaunt and he has a mean hungry look about him he has a green eyes and a third eye closed in the center of his forehead the figure next to him wears a large voluminous cape of yellow and covers himself entirely shrouding his face in darkness across from them on the opposite side of the table sits two figures one is ondine uh, a wild woman of the sea. She looks like a pirate, weather work, uh, weather blown dreadlocks, and uh, with braided with seaweed and shells. She smiles at you, revealing shark like teeth, delicate and deadly within. And uh, next to her on the far side sits the largest, sorry, uh, let's see, it sits the Next to her sits the largest minotaur you have ever seen, Chuck. With just a loincloth, he has a large primary horns and then a secondary set that you've never seen before. They shine like they're made out of gold or bronze. Ooh. And uh, Marana's voice will come haltingly as she begins to speak to you. Hold on one sec. Ooh. And yes, there's a ketchup. HR meetings are hell. I'm either getting fired or a promotion, and I don't know what. Hello, Chuck. How are you? Please do come in. Uh, is there a chair for me around here somewhere? I, uh, I don't she feel gestures, too. And out of the smoke comes a well-made minotaur-shaped chair with a little hole for your tail. Quite accommodable. He sits down. This is a gift given for you. For you helped you helped one of my acolytes recently restore one of my agents to life and gave me options and pieces to move on the board. This is a gift. And so I thought the best way to sort out the issues that you've engendered in yourself was to give you a visual representation that would be easier for you to deal with than coping with the very many people who now have claim on your soul. 
each of what? the creatures here. You, because you have made choices, have, in, have given parts of yourself over the course of your adventures to various people that you have either prayed with, dealt with, or screwed over, in all honesty. Uh, they now have claims to your eternal soul. I have brought this here so that each may make an offer to you, and you may choose which to follow. Uh, sure? I guess? Uh, I think you mean thank you. Thank you. Now with our words, sincerity. Thank you? Thank you. <laughs> this one is impertinent. I do indeed enjoy him. <laughs> the Minotaur kind of bellows next to you. He is about three times larger than you, Chuck. Yeah, Ch Chuck likes what he sees in him. Like, right off the bat, he's just like, secondary horns. <sighs> Manator. Uh, the creature in the yellow cloak is going to begin wiggling and he's going to say this one has died at the gates of Allah my brother will have your soul to torture for all eternity in the vaults of the great city ask nothing from me mortal for I am the king in yellow and you deserve nothing I make only the author of the quick death to be consumed for your soul will not torment and suffer that is the offer of Haster. Am, am I supposed to say thank you to that? Like, Marana's going to look at you pityingly. She'd be like, no, you don't have to say thank you. You can tell him to fuck off. Well, thank, thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> Death giggles. It's creepy. Uh, as you guys sit there, she continues on, uh, Minos, would you like to make your offer? <laughs> As you wish. Chuck, Angus, you worshipped me in your youth, for I am the god of your people, Minos. I have steered you greatly into great battles, and you have won homage and rights that are equal to many a warrior in my land. You will come with me to my home in the Everfield, where you will attend me as a cupbearer, worthy of a place among my hearthwarad, and we shall feast and drink this world until it ends tomorrow. And at the end, we will come, and our outer gates will open, and great evil will enter this world, and we will ride forth to die by their hands in eternal glory, or however long we last. And then... We will be dead. It will be glorious. I, 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 and then? Ask not what you want, Minotaur. You died in life and you will get your final comeuppance of being able to feast in the glory of my Hothwerod, at which point we shall have to die again for the glory of this universe. It is but a brief candle flame, but it burns all the brighter that it did indeed end. Nothing lasts forever. Yeah, S sounds dope. It sounds sounds like a pretty cool uh, final final battle. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick, dog. It's gonna be great. 
But then what? Nothing. We die. We have no chance against the outer the creatures that lie outside the outer gates. They will that eat the gods kind of and shit us out. Sounds kind of defeatist. Uh, what else is on the table? Uh, you turn to Ondine next. Uh, and she kind of looks at you and she smiles and she's got like, she just looks like a little bit crazy. <laughs> like, just like in all seriousness. She's just like got this. Yeah. I don't want to say Chuck. Uh, Chuck doesn't really romance anyone, but the cr- amount of crazy coming off this girl is making him go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And she says, uh, I relinquish my claim, though. I predict one day you may yet become my favorite son. For now, I suggest that an offer here be more attractive than what I can give you at this time. Hey. And she winks at you. And it is sea salt in your eyes and a beautiful sunset and everything. It is sweet and sour to the maximum. It is somehow she is all those things. Yeah. It physically hurts Chuck, and he likes it. This is the glory of the shipwrecker. Okay. Oh, I'll shipwreck her. Gross. Gross. I ship that wreck. Oh, better. Better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's better. That was that better. Ship. That was much. Ah, okay. Anyways, uh, and then uh, the, 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 I believe I have an offer to make you. <laughs> oh. This is this is just death. No, I'm the three eye over here. Okay, what's your offer? You met me long ago, the first time you died when you saw my true face. And since then, I have been uh, keenly aware of your adventures. I have an offer to make. I will become your master. And then? I will give you all the power necessary for you to return to life. And then and we then? will help to seek an alternative reality. I would have you do... You will not be able to tell your brothers and brethren of this pact and covenant covenant we make. And from hence, you will be able to return to reality and save them for a short time, by which this point you will certainly then help me end all of reality. But they and you will live for a short time more. And then? Understand, no one has offered you anything but an endless void of an existence at this table. Because all the gods here know that the end is near and the outer gates will soon open, bringing in forthwith all the evil of the outer universe to consume the gods and the realities and all the creatures that live in them. So you have nothing to look forward to but the void. I am giving you a stay of execution. It is the best offer you have received today. Um... All right, so I heard from the Cloak and Yellow who told me that there is no offer. Just- As you look up, you notice that both uh, Mor- uh, Morana and Ondine are making incredibly intense eye contact with you. 
Like they're both just trying to fucking will something into your fucking thick skull. All right. So giant Minotaur has told me come, come feast, drink, and then die because we're going to die because we can't beat them. And he, he's defeatist. Uh, Yellow cloak told me you just get a quick painless death, but death right off the bat. Right. Uh, He's going to consume your soul, too. Like, your soul would be dissolved. Yeah. Uh, scary hot girl doesn't want my, my claim, but knows she's going to get it later. She which... also suggested there was a better claim on the table that she wants you to take. Yes. Uh, Three Eyes is, is telling me everything I want to hear. But what about that, like, guy in the suit that has been quiet this entire time? That's Three Eye. But you said there was five people. Yeah, but Rana is the center. All right, so those are my only four offers. Three, uh, and that's why he talks like a businessman. Sorry, I don't think we got like the vibe going right. I really should have had eviler music for this. (laughs) (sighs) Well, clearly I'm going to go with the best offer of letting me go on, uh, get back, fight, (laughs) do some things. And not die immediately. Immediately. So you'll take the pact with me. It may affect what form you come back in. Are you prepared? I have long, long lost since my, lost my, uh, prime beef body. I was a lowly human for a long time. And if, if that last searing image in my, my mental image uh, proves true, I, I was a fucking, like, cephalopod or some shit. And, I mean, anything's better than that, I guess. And I'm pretty sure I have a couple of couple bastards out there that if I ever want to do a whole mind-meld soul-switch thing, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I have enough time to... to to usurp them i mean like end of days are coming i'm just doing them a favor but yeah 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 sure sure fine print fine print (laughs) then the deal is sealed and back underwater in the cave you gentlemen as finally you hear her laugh As she cuts out of the whale, exploding its stomach backwards, and out comes the bubblegum skull-faced St. Helena, now covered in stinking, rotting whale guts, holding her scythe in one hand, having lost the axe of Bargul somewhere inside the whale. <laughs> and you see her standing there, absolutely crazy as a nutter. Behind you, you guys hear some sort of, like, foul-smelling squelch as something begins to happen to Chuck's hideous corpse as it floats back down it begins to pop and balloon and burst as it comes out and the 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 limbs are sucked back into the body and it all starts to begin to go like a little bit wobbly as it expands and expands and expands and expands and expands like a gaseous fetid balloon that then pops and out from the corpse comes a ripped mind flare Aren't subject to change. Oh, you don't like the ripped mind flare? Come on, that's like the best part of this. <laughs> oh, 
buddy, remember, <laughs> I'm I'm acquiring my own source okay. of art. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I, you you need to like you already told her to write Chuck. You already have an artist doing Chuck Angus, and he's just turned into a mind flayer. So, anyways, uh, yeah, ripped Chuck Angus comes out. Uh, what do you say, Chuck? Or what do you think now that you have telepathy? <laughs> I want to go after 10,000 years. I'm finally free, but I'm, I'm not there to make that reference right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I go, uh, it's time to kill who killed me. All right. And on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break. It's eight o'clock now. Uh, we're going to come back. I think we're going to give ourselves 15 minutes. So we're going to come back at 820. Uh, sorry for the thing, but we're going to go ahead and get this fight on right after it. Gentlemen, thank you for playing. That was a little intense. Uh, and we will be back in just a bit. Uh, I need to get another drink because holy shit. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the pen and paper pod. Gentlemen, everybody is back. Get excited. Uh, Chuck Angus has just burst out in his new mind flayer form uh, next to the unconscious body of an angel. Scree and Asher Fortress, and now the whale is dead as St. Helena, uh, the holy maiden, emerges from the dead whale, uh, having killed the avatar of Ondine and is now just ma madly giggling with her sigh out, just looking just to fuck somebody up. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys want to talk to her, or do you want to attack? What do you want to do? And do you guys, how, how do you guys want to deal? How do you guys want to deal with the fact that Chuck is, or you, a mind flare just burst out of Chuck's body? Can I describe how this mind flare looks, or not yeah, yet? Go ahead, do it. Yeah. Alright, so the Mind Flayer that erupts from this, like, putrid, like, squid-like cocoon, one might say, is super ripped, buffed, like, body is just, like, on point. And his face, it's, it looks like a, like, Chuck's face a little bit, it's like a minotaur, like, head, uh, face type thing, but he has a giant beard of like tentacles like any good mind flare has so it's like chuck's minotaur cow face and then davy jones wait wait wait, wait. no you don't have horns i don't have horns i said face well you don't you don't have a mouth or a nose that's that's where the tentacles are yes, but like right. i up like yeah it's chuck size i guess if that if that recognition comes across you now also have a closed eye in the middle of your forehead, unlike most mind flayers. Yes, uh, most mind flayers are bald and have like they, they got like tendrils like flowing down like like hair. Correct? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say he has multiple tendrils. I don't know the exact number right now, but two tendrils from like each side uh, go up and like curl and kind of like become horns. <laughs> Uh, so they're permanent tendril horns. Um, and yeah, so super buff, kind of like the cow head Chuck face, super but buff, kind of like, yeah, you know, tentacle mouth, uh, beer type shit. And then bald now, but like with his hair tentacles into two horns to do impressive horns. Yeah. Impressive. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
so now, yeah, you guys see this and vaguely recognize Chuck. Uh, Ash, what were you saying? She does not have the CX, right? She does not have the CX, no. Okay. Well, shit. I'm going to do the plan anyway. I'm going to wall stone her. All right, do it. You got it. As soon as I find it. Throw it in, throw it in chat real fast for everyone yeah. so can see. Jesus, it's a long spell. Right. <laughs> uh, basically, it's 10, it's 10, 10 by 10s that are made of stone, and they're six inches thick. So she made a non-magical wall of solid stone springs into existence at a point you choose. So you're going to make a 10 by 10. You're going to make a cube of stone around her, correct? Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then cutting, the making sure to cut her off from going back in the sperm whale. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, each panel has an AC of 15 and 30 hit points per yeah. inch of thickness with three inches, so that's 90 hit points. It's six, it's six inches. Uh, I see 10 foot by 20 foot panels that are only three inches thick. Yeah, but these, are, these are 10 by 10s, though. Yeah, so it's it's thicker, but it's still... Uh, wait, wait, what do you mean 10 by 10s? Yeah, it's only still only 30 hit points. It says uh, this is a six inch thick wall, and based on the hit point calculation, it's per inch of thickness. Oh, shit. So six inches, so that'd be six times 30, right? Oh, that's their HP, yeah. Hold on. Okay. Uh, a natural. No, that's what. That's why I think it's only three inches. I don't see where six inches. Is a non-magical from. wall. It's six inches stone first, stone. and alternatively three inches if he chooses to make it less thick uh, and spread it far. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that would mean that the wall has. Uh, sorry, has uh, thirty per per inch. So it has thirty hit points per inch. It's six inches. Um, I can do math totally i uh, can't uh, that's nice. times you solve puzzles like no one's but yeah it has 180 hit points essentially minnesota public education doesn't do math it just does puzzles and logic that because that's, you know that's, yeah that's the actually, most famous minotaur was in a labyrinth so what's gonna be in a labyrinth puzzles not math puzzles so she is going to begin attacking the inside of her cage with her scythe which you're actually going to hear sizzle and it goes and she's going to attack it a couple of times first time is going to hit and she's going to do uh she's going to do uh 40 uh sorry 41 points of damage she's going to attack again and she'll miss on the second one so uh yeah so you got 180 minus 41 139. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And that's just for that panel. Right, but she can cut through just the one panel and get out. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's correct. Yeah. So and she's coming straight out. That'll be it. it. Yeah. So it's uh, she's just going to start whacking at that wall on the inside. You guys, I'm going to go ahead and roll initiative uh, just so we get established how long or what you guys want to try to do. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, go ahead. Remember, you have a new encounter roller, uh, so you're going to roll your decks uh, as Mind Flare, Chuck. Eleven. Sorry. Oop. Uh, sorry. Eleven. Where's your Scree? Oop, there it is. You got 22. Please 12. Jesus, Scree. Uh, no, Scree oh, has Scree 22 has. initiative. Yeah. Uh, so 12 for Ash and then 11 for the Mind Flare. Um, yep. 
and then uh, let's just throw up a little for the rest of this. Yep. And start. Yep. first up in the order is Scree. I don't think I've fully con- uh, comprehended that Chuck Angus has returned to us yet. Uh, whatever is going on over there. Um, I don't think I know that it's him. So I'm still like uh, leaden with guilt that I that I failed to save Chuck Angus. And uh, I'm going to say for Chuck and, uh, you know, uh, Russian to attack Helena yet again. How? Uh, She's uh, in with, case. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot. Sorry. I'm just, yeah, fuck. Um, I will. Actually, I don't think there is anything I can do if she's inside the wall. Can I? Is it open at the top? Can I, like, no, pop up there and cast yeah, this spell down? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's like he's well boxed Okay, well, in. I didn't think so. It was I, I, th- I think his um, goal here is to try to skedaddle, correct? Uh, yeah. Or, or at least get a chance to buff up and take her down, because I, I can't take her down. Cause I, How I, many health do you have? Three. Oh, shit. <laughs> did you forget we got really fucked up last week? I did, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. that's, I mean, I, 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 I like, it was that bad. I, I, I think we are establishing whether or not, like, what's the plan here? Because, like, we have oh. one health potion left, but that's one. Um, Bet you didn't use to save me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said I was guilty about it. My character is. Oh, least. also, you uh, have this new character title, uh, this character right here. You can control that, Ed. Oh. Ah, okay. Put him right over Chuck Angus. Yep, he's That's that. who he is now. Chuck Angus, the mind flayer. Anyways, please continue. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to try to hunt for the axe? The cask is right there. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, that's not a bad idea. I guess we could try to get the... Do we need the axe anymore? Uh, I believe it's still a super legendary item that's yeah, important really good to have D- uh, yeah. you you remember that he said specifically to you that uh like you know do not lose it because they needed it so yes you guys need the axe all right let's go get the axe then like jonah um, let's go in the whale <laughs> uh i can't remember are we still we have an air pocket and the the whale is beached right yeah she's using a concentration spell and she's actually going to do two more attacks while you guys try to move in on this so she's going to make two more attacks but it's, uh, is she is it legendary because it's Scree's turn still well it's not his turn and you guys are talking about what you're going to do so you're out of combat now I would assume oh I'm not going to let you okay. talk forever I'm sorry like that's, but, no, that's fine. I just, I just thought we were initiative. No, no, no. It's, I did. I did initiate it, but, uh, but like, then you guys... I was about, about to say I can move towards the shark to try and get the CX, or the... All right, all right, all right. I'll let you do it. All right, yeah. She moves next turn anyway, so it's not like I have to waste that massive crit she just pulled. Uh, crit. So we're going to see how much damage she can do with a crit. I think it is, like, 50 points. You see it on the stream. It's real. So I know you guys can't see my rolls, but you can see my rolls on the stream, so... Uh, she did crit. All right, yeah, you pull up to the whale. You can use your action to search inside the whale's guts for the CX. I do so. Okay, uh, roll me, uh, I guess, investigation into the guts. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna jump into the guts? Or are you just gonna start to stay on the outside of the guts? I uh, just jump in. Okay, you get advantage. Go ahead. Okay. Now you're covered in whale guts. Good, because that was a shit roll. That's what I, I asked you before you roll. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, you're able to come back out with the sea axe in hand. All right, that'll be my turn. I've used up all my movement. All right. Uh, next in the order is her, and she's going to make that attack. So she's going to do uh, 29 uh, to hit, which will be 7 plus 6, which will be a crit. So she's going to do uh, 13 base damage and 50 necrotic damage to it. So she'll do... Uh, she'll do Wait, what does she attack? The, the wall. wall. The same place on the inside. Oh, the wall. Yeah, right. How yeah, much, yeah, yeah. How much like, was left? I forget. Uh, how much was left, Ash? It was like 100 something. 139. Yeah, so she's going to do... Uh, sixty. So she's gonna do sixty-three points of damage to it, and so then she's six. Yeah, she's gonna attack again, and she will hit it this time for another attack with twenty-three necrotic and eight slashing. So that'll be uh, thirty-one points of damage as well. All right, that forty-two. Yeah. So it's all that's left is forty-two on this on the on the panel. You guys yep. are beginning to see Qui-Gon Jinn style as she starts to cut through the wall from the inside. Uh, but next in the order is the turn. It is Ash's turn. Um, well, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start to flee like 30 feet. But I, I'm going to look at this new this mind flayer and it's like, oh, shit. What more can be can go wrong right now? Yeah, you can. And then, well, actually, yeah. what do you want to do? Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Instead of going that way, I'm gonna go past it, try to, and then try to get the the yeah. cask. You're you're not very strong, but you're able to be uh, lifted up onto your shoulder and be encumbered. All right. And I was uh, like, please don't hurt us. <laughs> We're just trying to leave. In, in in your head, telepathically, you just hear, "Good, you filthy half elf bastard!" Oh God, it hates half elves. <laughs> God, fucking Chuck can cast Plane Shift now and dominate Monster. Some heavy level spells. Well, he can um, cast them. He can only cast them once a day. Uh, for my bonus section, I'm going to convert four sorcery points to a fourth level spell slot. Cool. You got it. That's it. Okay. Uh, next up in the order is uh, Chuck. All right. Um... Um, Chuck because you forced move. me into this order, she's going to get out faster. I love you so much, Ash. <laughs> Just saying. <You're> welcome. <laughs> Come on, go ahead. Uh, Chuck is going to move uh, this way. Um, would Ash be outside of a 90 in 90? What is my... Are you my, trying to do Mind Blast? Yeah, I'm gonna mind blaster inside of the fucking. Uh, Correct. So we'll go through the wall. Uh, what was yeah. that, Katie? Oh, uh, I think you go into the settings on the PS4, so you'll have to go into there and check them out. I'm sorry, I don't know. Probably because I'm a crazy person. Uh, you're gonna go all the way to the end. Sorry, Katie's sitting next to me playing uh, games on the PS4. I think she's watching The Crown. Yeah. Fantastic. Princess Diana is in the crown now. She is an icon. Oh my god, I hate all of you. Man, you yeah. want a you want a tense time. That's uh man. I, I need to get caught up with that shit, but holy fuck. You yeah. say as you're like holding you I'm gonna assume T to make this perfectly. Talking about the crown. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't holding it posh. If I was gonna hold it posh, I would have held it like this. I was more like scared holding I have it. Never exactly. This is the crown. It is very <laughs> 
I've never seen my relatives hold a, a teacup like that at all. So, anyways. They're doing it wrong. Why are you yeah. bringing your relatives into this? Board? Well, Katie's relatives, I guess, yeah. <laughs> oh, they are. Yes, relatives they are. Now. Yeah, not my relatives. My relatives are from Kentucky. They don't hold teacups. They'll be your relatives <laughs> once that paper is signed, sir. Yep. Anyways, I got to get there. Uh, well, let's not talk about my love life because this is in the middle of a pretty serious situation. Uh, yeah, so what there you're there. trying to mind blaster, you can mind blaster through the stone. Uh, the mind player magically emits psychic energy in a 60 foot cone. Each creature in the area I'm must saying, succeed on a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Is Ash outside of the 60 foot cone? I believe yeah. he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're not shooting, you're shooting it at an angle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you can get the angle on him to do it, so it's not a big issue. I also don't want to affect the whale. Will's dead. Will's dead? Yeah. Oh, I, I think the whale Drop that bomb. How, okay. I just. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just Ash, got res. I just. I, really, I just got res. I just want to like establish like y'all understood the whale died when she burst out of a stomach like a like assuming. a female yeah. chest burster. Like it's, we, it's a giant whale. It could it could be just a flesh wound. Qui-Gon, she just Qui-Gon her way out of his stomach. Like, I don't... I, I, I'm pretty sure he has multiple stomachs. Okay, okay. It's just sure. a flesh wound. Sure, sure. Yeah, right. Okay. Whatever, Pinocchio. Well, I yeah. mean, I guess I don't detect mind thoughts from it anymore. Yeah, which no, just adds to the yeah. It adds to the intensity of my fury. Yeah. You have detect thoughts active, essentially. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna mind blaster. So she yeah. has to... Make, make a, a DC 15 DC intelligence. 15. Yeah, right? Yep. yep. So let's go ahead and do that for her. So intelligence saving throw. Not her best stats, but she will make it at a 22. Uh, which I believe uh, each creature in the area must succeed in a DC intelligence save throw. Or take 22 da- psychic damage and be stunned for one minute. A creature. Yeah, no, she just doesn't. Ha- nothing happens, essentially. That too. And now it's on a recharge. So at the end of my turn, I have to yeah. roll a five or six. Uh, well, next turn you will roll that, and you won't be able to use it on the turn. Welcome okay. to the mon- to a monster stat block. You asked for this. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't ask. I this. did. I did. <laughs> I ran it behind you before we decided, so I'll talk about it. Anyways. Yes, it, we did. Okay. Anyways, that's your turn. Uh, you can take bonus actions, so of course, if you wanted to. Uh, but um, I don't think there's any but- bonus actions you can do, honestly. There really isn't. Um, yeah, really. I just cyclically uh, link to everyone and say you can. Yeah, I guess you can kind of speak your, your telepathic speak, so you can do that deep speech telepathy 120 feet. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Tel- you can just telepathy to everybody and within 120 feet now as a free action. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I just say, um, I'm back, boys. Time to flame this bitch! I, 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 is this your mind flayer voice? Because I'm horrified. For now. You, you know, I'm vo- trying it out. You know, voice mod is like a free. I workshopping this for a week. No, it's not. This That's not. I was not involved in the workshopping of that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just going to, yeah. Uh, don't, don't, Trevor. <laughs> We're being invaded by bots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Beep boop. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so it is now, I believe, at the top of the order, uh, Scree's turn, and then it's her turn again. Which I think there's only forty points left on the wall. Correct, Ash? Yeah, forty-two. Yeah. So do you guys want to? I, I will let you. 
at Scree. Scree, when I give up your turn, I will let you attempt to book it with the axe out of there if you want to do this. Uh, yeah. So. What else am I going to do? Do you guys want to just try to escape? Yeah. Okay. With the angel's body and the cask. Of You're gonna try, okay, so I just want to establish this because you no longer have Chuck. Like, uh, Chuck's new strength score is zero. So. What? Yeah, Chuck. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no, Chuck has the, a strength The beefy of body is just like. Yeah, it's just for squishy. Show. It yeah. looks beefy. Yeah. So but it's squishy. Yeah. Chuck, also, all just. Tentacles and you just carry shit? For the record, <laughs> Chuck now has an int of 19 and a wisdom of 17 and a charisma of 17. Just for all of you guys to know this. Like, Chuck's oh, new good. stats are like out of this world, but also terrible. Uh, charisma boost from 10. Uh, wisdom boost from 10. And what was the, the wisdom is up and the intelligence? I assume. Yeah. Strength is down. Strength is down from a yeah. Yeah. So my point is, is that your carrying capacity, you I think you got the cask of Bargul, the angel and you have the axe. I think the two of you are going to be encumbered, but you can try to run for it. You're going to hit the swimming wall and it'll be easier to swim with them once you get outside. I'm going to yell to the mind or to the mind player, get the angel. Yeah. So he scoops it up over his shoulder. He just like wraps his tentacles around her head, just kind of dragging her by her face uh, very creepily. Uh, do you guys want to go back in the way you came or do you want to go through the pole that was punched in the ceiling by the whale? That seems like the most direct route. All right. Uh, you have to head over to the side unless you want to try to head straight up somehow. Do you guys want to try to use the whistle or what do you want to try to do? Oh, could we? Because it's in a, it's in a shell out from the, so it's it's emanating from her within ninety feet. You can go over to the, the, you can see where the bubble begins. You can go over to, you can walk straight over to the bubble, get out of the bubble, and then use your cloaks to swim upwards. Yep. Yeah. It just got to be like a right angle, so you'd have to like walk ninety feet from where you are. Sorry. With Sorry, my dog's barking. barking. I'll be right back. You're fine. Uh, about six, you'd have to walk about sixty feet. And then you'd have to go up about probably about 90 feet. Uh, yeah. I say we, yeah, let's do that. All right. As you guys, uh, head into the water, uh, Chuck, you now realize that you can breathe underwater. Do I have to breathe at all? I mean, you would have to breathe something, but you, you have like gills. You can like, so. Uh, this this water is toxic, but usable. Yeah. No, you feel right at home in this elder muck. Anyways, uh, you head into the water, into the into the wall of water, pop on the other side, uh, and you're able to proceed upwards to the hole and kind of uh, speed out of it. Uh, you hear a cracking behind you as uh, as uh, the 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 rock that was containing her cracks open and splits open, and then you hear her crazed laugh. <laughs> As you hear giant wings explode out of her back, you can't really see it from where you are, and she begins to pursue upwards, following you into the hole as she allows the water to flow in on herself, and she shoots up for the race. She's now chasing you. Yeah, we keep going. Yeah, uh, go ahead. And uh, so you guys are proceeding up a tunnel straight up that's been literally burrowed through the rock or the outside of this pyramid by a whale that crashed through it. 
as you guys proceed up the waterway, you're able to proceed at 120 feet. Her, her speed is not quite as fast. You're slowly losing her, but she is heading up through the tunnel at just rapid speed, just like using her massive, like new uh, black weather, like black wings to propel herself through the water. And she laughs maniacally as she <laughs> runs at you. <laughs> You guys want to try to do anything? You want to just, like, just try to book it? Can I roll my recharge roll again? Yeah, go ahead. All right, that's just a d6, correct? Yeah, just roll a d6. <laughs> Boom. Didn't get it. Uh, so anyways, it's, I think it's a five or a six, right? Yeah, it's a five or a six. Yeah, make one more because I think that's happened more than twice. So you can go ahead and re-roll it twice. We're out of combat now, so. Boom, six. Okay, yeah, you got it active, uh, but you need to be, I believe, within 120 feet of her. It's a 60-foot cone. Okay, yeah, she's about 80 feet from you, but she is going to spend her turn to cast haste on herself and double her speed and begins to gain on you guys. Do I see her cast that spell? Yes, and I establish within 90 feet. Our spells range is 60. Yeah. Rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't do that. Can I aim uh, my pistols at her and fire Both behind of them. me? Yes, you can. As you try to swim okay. desperate. You're, you're going to be able to fire one because you're holding the cask of bark, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm. am I holding? I thought I was holding the CX. No, oh, no, you're holding yeah, the CX. Holding the yeah, you have the CX strapped to your back. So you're the only one that's able to turn around and fire off both projectiles. So go ahead and fire oh. off both. All right, so, uh, wow, that'll hit both times. 27 on both, really? Yeah, apparently. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, it's a seven. He rolled a 17 on both rolls. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, the first one is going to hit for 10. It's not going to get the sneak attack, uh, but you don't think for some reason the poison darts are loaded in the guns for these. You're going to do uh, 21 points of damage. Uh, and the, one of the darts is going to activate and she needs to make a save, I believe. Hold on, let me just check. Uh, <sighs> me. So yeah, um, you're, you're not sure, but you think that the, that the poison effect that was triggering it before has to do with what is loaded in the guns and you don't know what's loaded in the guns. So it's kind of random. Yeah, I have no idea. Point. Yeah. Uh, so, so whatever she, you want. Yeah. She that. needs to make a DC okay. 50 con save. Uh, but she's going to attempt right now, which she's going to pass. So she will take, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she will take. Constitution saves her taking 24 or fail save or half as much damage. So she will take uh, half that. So she'll take uh, 11 points of damage. So in total, you did uh, 10, 11. So you did 20, 33 points of damage. So those are both concentration checks because haste is concentration. Yeah. Uh, so she needs to pass not thirty three total, but she needs to pass. Tw- uh, it's, she needs to pass. It's a, ten each time, I think. Yeah, because if or well, well, it's more. He did more damage with the poison on the one attack, right? Uh, then it's half the damage or ten, whichever is higher. Okay. Yeah. So on the on the poison, he did eleven plus eleven would be twenty two. So it'd be I mean it'd be eleven. So yeah, he she needs to make two concentration checks for uh for 
Yeah, so first one, she fails. She loses haste and she begins to fall back as you shoot her. Nice. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, as you guys shoot upwards out of the pipe, you're able to get up ahead of her. And uh, as you guys come out of the pipe, uh, you see some sort of black manta ray like form uh, sitting there at, at the at the edge of the water as you guys shoot past. Uh, and you see uh, just giving a few a thumbs up from the head of the cave is Carmela Sanguinum. And she is going to fly up after you and she is going to pull a string that is going to cause a loop of some material that she's placed around the hole to detonate, causing the ceiling to collapse in on her. And you just hear her crazed laugh <laughs> echoing after you as she starts to cut through the wall. And Carmel is going to <laughs> put you guys and shoot up there. As you guys surface into the water, you see a rope, uh, and it's just like a rope just sitting there, like over the side. Uh, of the uh, the water just like hanging there from a ship high above and you recognize the ship. Three guesses what it is. I, I can't hear you. I'm supposed to be hearing laughing. Oh. Even after all that rubble? No, is it, you're not hearing laughing, are you? We yeah, were. we were. It's, it's well, just for a bit. I mean, it went away, uh, right? The ship is... Uh, it just... Uh, what is it I the bangerang? This is the bang, yeah. It is the bangerang just hanging there just over yeah. you. Go. Yeah. Uh you guys managed to hoist on the cliffs. Everybody make me athletic climbs to drive climb onto the bang ring. And I'm ready oh, to see shit. I've started I'm ready to see Chuck's new athletics. Uh I don't see athletics. Would that strength, be just strength, bud? How 18. the fuck is that possible, you son of a bitch? I was so ready. All the tentacles on my head are I'm like so ready everything. for you to fall off of it because he had a zero and he rolls an eight goddamn Plus, team. I also, I also have a fucking levitation, so I'm just fucking oh, like yeah. Yeah, going yeah. His ass just levitates he up. Levitate. Yeah, he can just levitate as a free action, so he levitates onto the deck. And Bitch, uh, why would I use these feet? <laughs> Yeah, and you pop down the <laughs> cask of Bargul, the angel, and the sea axe, and Lord Venom's like, cow, cow, cow. <laughs> uh, hold on, that's not what he sounds like. Uh, I think I might be slowing down because I am using him more. Anyways, let's proceed onwards. Continue on. We need to get the hell out of here. Uh, and uh, as he begins to proceed onwards, you hear huge uh, Titanic crashes coming from uh, huge Titanic crashes coming from below. Uh, and as you proceed, yeah, the bangerang is going to fly into a bank of clouds heading, he- heading up above Keeper City. And you guys are out of danger momentarily. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Uh, I think we're just about done with the Keeper City arc. Uh, but first off, gentlemen... Uh, let me go ahead and just arrange this. You guys are on the deck. Uh... All right. Yeah. You gentlemen are on the deck of the banger grain joined by Carmela. Uh, sorry, by uh, uh, Carmela Sanguinum. I'm very bloodied and very hurt. 
it's like Jesus, Ash, are you okay? And uh who's your mind flayer friend? Uh should we call for Zelix or uh what's going on here? Are you I, I use the tech thoughts. I want, I want to know what his true thoughts are. All right. He can pass a save to break detect thoughts, right? Or how does detect thoughts work? Uh, detect thoughts. Uh, uh, for duration, you can read thoughts of certain creatures when you cast a spell. And as your action for each turn, the spell ends uh, just within 30 feet. Uh, wisdom save if it's an attack save. Ancient green. But I don't know of what. Uh, hold on. Is a wisdom save to prevent you from reading his thoughts, or? Uh, it says attack slash slave. Uh, we should have done a test round. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, let me just look at it. Um, sorry, I apologize. Detect thoughts. For the duration, you can read the uh, certain thoughts of a certain creature when you cast this spell as your action on each turn until the spell ends. You can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower or doesn't speak, that is, you don't hear anything. You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on its mind at the moment as an action. You can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to uh, probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If your emotional state and something looms large in the mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates, if it succeeds the spell okay so this is a very this is an insanely complicated spell i forgot that i forgot tanner i forgot how fucking uh like ryan always used to use the <laughs> spell and we had to talk about it uh anyway, you can always use a spell yeah. to, to detect presence of thinking creatures blah, blah 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 okay so uh basic surface thoughts are just like oh my god uh so let me just do this in venom's voice oh my god that's his body I can't believe they put him in that thing. I'm going to get him back no matter what. So what'd you get? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can attempt to probe deeper if you like. So, uh, I would like to probe deeper if, if that's a, if that's possible. It is go ahead. Uh, but he needs to make a wisdom, correct? Yes, uh, it's, if you instead of wisdom saving target, throw. Must make a wisdom saving throw. <clears throat> All right, so what's the save for you? Uh, it's probably saving throws. Thought. Wisdom yes. plus six. Wait. Oh, um, no, it's not. No, it's the mind flayer's innate spelling abilities nice is try. intelligence uh, spell save DC fifteen. Intelligence DC fifteen. Yeah, he fails. Oh, hold on, no, 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 hold, no, no. That's not. It's not he's got a better one. Uh, yeah, because it's plus ten for him. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, thirty. He passes. You fucking critted. Let me in your mind. He critted and had plus 10. So, yeah, you're not in there. You're just shut out. You barely got any thoughts out of him. Just that that's the body that they put him in. I will get him back. Okay. No, no, no. Not the body. Okay. You just hear. That's what he said. Yeah, he said, I can't believe they put him in that. Then I'll get him back. Yes. Okay. So, so the answer is question. Already asked me. No, I'm not okay. Okay, we've been going through hell right now. Bloody hell! And I'm gonna walk away. It's like I don't know who the hell that thing is. I don't know who the hell he is. 
I'm, barely, I'm surprised we even got out of there alive. Damn it, Lord Benham. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> telepathically to Ash as he's throwing this huffy fit. I'm like, geez, you fucking filthy half elf. You don't know me. Kill him. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it. He's talking to me now. You're making uh, fun of me. Are we killing the mind flayer? It is kind of a breach of security. Who are you, sir? Uh, out, outwardly, like, does does he speak or is this still telepathically? It's everyone? telepathically. It's only telepathically now. Yeah, you don't have a mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. He has a mouth, but it's literally like a sharp beak more. All right. So this is, if this is just to him, um, I'm not, all right. So pretty much when I'm talking to you directly, guys, I would be like this. This is the voice that he talks to you in. But when like, it's a general discussion and everyone can kind of hear these thoughts, uh, <clears throat> I am the person, thing, entity that you would know as Chuck Angus. Uh, this is this is my corporal form right now. I can't. I can't go into insight? much detail. <laughs> what? Does anyone want to roll insight? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! This is my place trying to trick us. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Keep uh night Jesus Christ, that's a crit minus one. Uh continue, <laughs> Chuck. Uh, I am the entity you knew as Chuck Angus. Uh through a series of events that I cannot go into right now. I have come to this corporate form, but relax and rejoice. The the Chuck Angus you love and worshiped is still here. Still here. Um, is any part of that being skeptical, Chuck, of that? Um, are you even sure that you're still there? It's, it's, it's a bravado, uh, for sure. Since he did the insight, it's a bravado. Uh, he wants to believe that this is true, but there is like that little tinge of how deep is too deep. Yeah, uh, you get all that, Ash. Like, you just know intrinsically what he just said. Like, you know, you th- he thinks he... You, you're pretty sure he thinks he is Chuck Angus, but you also think that he has personal doubt whether or not he still is Chuck Angus. If, if it makes you... If it helps anyway, as he's saying all this, like, his, his buff uh, tentacle horns are, like, flexing, flexing. So they're, like, kind of... Not throbbing, but they're, like flexing because they're they're all appendages they're Why like throbbing jesus <laughs> to show like virility to show toughness She's like, okay, okay. um i'll uh i still have the cx so uh if if that's you chuck then then, then you should have this and i i i want to you should be able to hold it still right uh, I, I go towards the CX and to to scree only, I go, Bird, you know it's me. You know it's me. And then to the outwardly everything of such a task is is no no task at all for Chuck Angus. I'm I'm insulted. You would even think so bird. Uh, oh, okay. Do you do you, this? Is a lot now. Uh, do you pick up the axe? Yeah. I, I I don't 
go to pick it up per se, but like I like hold it up kind of like if like nothing nothing happens before when you would touch the axe, you would feel this deep desire for it to drink your blood. Uh, And uh, now it doesn't have any desire to do that. It just is like a dull piece of iron in your hands. There's some sort of connection that it just doesn't have with a mind flare the way that it has with the other mortals. Um, can I try and use detect thoughts on it? Because before, like, it spoke to me like telepathically. Correct. Like, you can use detect thoughts on it. Can I use detect thoughts on it? Go ahead. I know you said I just did. Yeah. So it's 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 a uh, saving throw of int DC fifteen. Correct. Uh, f- wait, why would it be int? You said it was wisdom. No, uh, it's, um, spell casting ability is intelligence. It can immediately cast falling spells, which are detect thoughts and levitate. Um, no, it does say creature, wisdom save. Yeah. The creature needs like to make said. a wisdom save. Yeah. I don't know of what though. That's 15. It would be your wisdom save dude, which as a mind flare is 15. Okay. <laughs> okay. Apologies to everybody on the stream. Uh, yeah, no, as you continue on, uh, you're able to see that uh, it's going to go ahead and sort of begin like, uh, as you kind of read this thing, it's going to kind of sit back and it's going to say, uh, Filthy Mind Flayer, what do you want of me? Be gone from my presence and take your hands off my glorious self. Hey, that's, buddy! That's surface thoughts. You can try to penetrate deeper. Is that what you wanted to do? Um, yeah. Okay, he's going to make a wisdom to... save. Uh, 19, he will pass. Damn it. Just because just he's a new mind player body, Chuck Angus still doesn't have the rolls on his side. I mean, guys, it's still Chuck Angus. It's a sentient weapon. All he really has on his side is wisdom. <laughs> just to be honest with you. I want to talk to the mind player. Listen, okay? Chuck died down there. Chuck died. We saw it. We saw it happen. And you're just going to be there? Say, you're, you're Chuck? Screw you. Uh, just you just, can wield the axe. That's not nothing. It took a lot of might to do that. Just we just ask do it as well as Chuck could. Uh, just ask. I'll fucking deal with you later, fucking filthy little half elf. Uh, uh, kill us <laughs> outwardly. All right, that's outwardly. definitely him. Okay, no, no, no. Well, he don't hear that, Scree. So, all right, oh, uh, Ash, are right. you gonna firebolt him or what are you gonna do? We're gonna get some PvP going here. Let's do it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say, listen here, you piece of shit. How dare you claim to be Chuck? Okay? How dare you? Dude. Uh, outwardly, I go, pathetic half-elf. Are you still upset that I took the bigger bed that one time? I gave it to you eventually, after I was done with it. The, the, the Chuck. I'm just going to hug him. <laughs> Uh, you hug this mind he's kind of dripping with like the inside of the guts of the formerly Chuck Angus body which was the guard you guys shanghaied all the way back in like the first arc (laughs) I use my tentacles to like 
like push him away like don't, don't you touch me yeah uh, <clears throat> sorry yeah i don't know what came over me on that one that was weird <laughs> uh it's okay so i mean only chuck would say that so i mean yeah uh carmela sanguinum is going to step forward and she's going to oh, sorry I have something active. No, I don't have something active. Carmela Sanguinum is going to step forward and she's going to intend a little bit. And she's like, excuse me, sir. I was asked if I could uh, partake of my reward for helping. Uh, I will give you further help if necessary, but I do require it now, if at all possible, before we leave. And uh, and uh, Lord Venom's going to turn to you, Scree, and he says... Scree, I apologize. I uh, secured our friend's help by offering her something that was not mine necessarily to offer. Uh, but I would, I would appreciate a boon here. Uh, Carmela would like to have... Her porn back. Yes, we know. I say out loud to everyone. <laughs> Carmela turns just like bright pink. Just like, 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 you know, you didn't know vampires could blush, but they can. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as you continue on, uh, she says, uh, uh, he says, unfortunately, Scree, uh, Carmela wishes access to the Sunblade. Oh, she's practical. She wishes to use it to kill her father. Oh, that's a good reason. I would appreciate it. I secured her help to get you guys out of that hole. And I think it was really a really good investment. So apologies that I gave what was not mine to give. Scree. I mean, I I, I, I wasn't eyes I, in the first place. So. I, I telepathically whispered to Scree, "Don't let them take advantage of you. Of you, you can do this, bird. Assert your authority. I believe in you." I don't. I don't know. I guess you're Chuck, but I, I don't know. It's not the same. I don't. I don't, I don't it's really just not the same. I really, I really, I'm, I'm gonna. We're. I, I love you very much, Chuck. I, we may have a voice change after this. This is, this is like a lot of things you didn't run by. Me. <laughs> I really want now that I can speak to them telepathically. Carmilla is. I want to be that that like little evil devil on their shoulder. Technically, do it. Yes. Um, I'll half-heartedly say, uh, that, uh, yeah, you're right. It wasn't yours to promise and we didn't need their help to get out of there. We were doing just fine. Mm -hmm. And he's going to just like, Venom's going to look at you as just like, were you? You yeah, get, you get a tentacle thumbs up for me. He's just gonna like reach out to like Ash's face and just like wipe just like a handful of blood off of it and just like look at it and just like, really, guys? Like honestly, like she's crazy. She could have killed you. Are we? Are we not? Listen, gonna... as the as the most successful member of Dark, me, Ash, it it wasn't yours to offer, and Scree was and Scree rightfully stole it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to make good on this. I apologize, Scree. Please. Uh, uh, tell, right. tell him he owes you one. 
Uh, look, I I don't know who you are, man. I I'm pretty sure you're Chuck, but I I don't see. I I don't feel like I can bluster my way through this the way you do. I'm just gonna give it to him. I'm gonna very sadly hand over the Sunblade. It's okay, Bird. You do better next time. Thanks. Thank. Uh, I hand over the Sunblade. Yeah, and she just takes it gingerly, and she says, "She looks at you. She glasses on both hands, and she says." Uh, thank you very much, Scree. I very much appreciate it. And I hope uh, to return it to you hopefully someday so that you may banish more evil from this world. Uh, but in the meantime, it will be put to good use uh, ending my father. Sure. And she puts it behind her. Uh, get learned, Jack. Thanks, Jesus. I'm getting teamed up on in chat. Anyways, uh, yeah, the <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, as you guys continue on here, uh, they're gonna he's gonna say to you, uh, we must. Uh, so it's gonna Lord is gonna come back and be like, we must uh, get away from the city as soon as possible. I suspect uh, that many lives will be lost soon enough. Eh, it wasn't my life, so that's all good. Yes, but I suspect the Kingfishers will destroy the city. Eh, that place sucked. Yeah, fuck this city. Again. As you look why? in the distance... Uh... What do you mean, why? <laughs> yeah. Why are they? Why are the Kingfishers going to destroy the city? Or uh, Cthulhu's down there. Well, they went to stop that, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but doesn't mean that it's not there. Cthulhu's slumber, if you guys had, you know, wanted to ask instead of being hoodwinked a bunch by them. Also, I'm not over the fact that you guys totally took the axe of Bargul, didn't tell me about St. Helena making a deal with you, by the way. Yes, I do know about that. Thank you very much. You didn't ask. Hey, results, you know. Uh, yeah, it was results because I had Carmilla there to close up a tunnel on you there at the end. So welcome. Yeah, well and, done. and who welcome. brought her back to life? You guys did do that. I will give you credit. That was a good. That was. I don't know why you guys knew to do that or why you guys suddenly decided to be nice to people, but you know, well done for the greater good. For my good. In quotations, exactly. tentacle quotations. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, I can't type this. Anyways, uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I think you're talking. <laughs> yeah, I can use my voice. Like the stream is literally of me. I can talk to people. Shush. I can, I can ban you. I will ban you from the stream. Everyone see the chat? Yes, everybody can see the chat. You're jelly of Wajati Trevor and Imagine. I love the outer gods making fun of the of the closer gods. Yeah, like the outer, yeah, the outer evil gods of the outside the outer gates are over there yelling at me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you think you're tormenting them? <laughs> Anyways, uh, hey, I've been doing this in Venom's voice this entire time. Jesus. Uh, uh, 
Scree, it is most likely that uh, to contain him, they will need to create a great source of suffering. Uh, before the Matrix and the Cask allowed them to create a small amount of suffering to amplify it to keep uh, Bargul asleep. Or, sorry, uh, to keep uh, uh, Cthulhu asleep. But unfortunately, uh, now they will need a bigger source of suffering, something less surgical. And I fear that many will die this night because of it. I look at Chuck, the mind player, and be like, are you okay with that? We're okay with that? Yeah, why not? Right, why not? Uh, as you guys are looking around... God damn it. As you guys are looking around, you see that the ocean literally below you, as you guys are speeding away, begins to boil. And uh, and uh, Lord Venom's gonna turn around. And he's like, "Get the goddamn cask cooked up, Kimberly. Where are you? We need to get the cask cooked up now. We need to get out of here now, or we're all gonna die." And she says, "You three assist Kimberly in attaching the cask to the engine." Uh, and so she's gonna send you guys back there. And uh, Kimberly is standing near the engine, and she's going to kind of talk to you guys, and she's going to say. Uh, Help me get this uh, hooked up to the engine real fast. We need to get out of here right now, or we're going to be sh- uh, caught up in the shockwave, and King Kamakawa might kill us. Are you guys ready? Uh, I want to check your thoughts real quick. <laughs> this is every okay. new character. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Surface thoughts. She is. To, she has is thinking of a recipe to how to cut off and and fry your facial tentacles and eat them. Ooh. Okay, Kimberly. She also has a distinct wonder about like a different style of eating a tentacled creature where you eat them raw, and she's wondering if she could bite off one of your tentacles and convince you, and she also is wondering if they grow back. Interesting, Kimberly. Okay. She also is con- very curious what Scree tastes like and whether or not he tastes like chicken. And she's also just always wanted to try Elf, just for the shits and giggles of it, because why not? Well, only half of Yeah, she's less interested in you, to be entirely honest. She's just, she would really like to to eat, like, all three of you. Uh, she's, she just, like, her her surface thoughts are just about food. You know what I mean? And people, uh, for some I- reason. I telepathically like tells her, like, I ate sentient life once. It's not, it's not, not worth it. You got to go on a, on a shitty quest and, and deal with monsters. <laughs> we heard nothing. <laughs> yeah. All I heard was shrillness. <laughs> Which it's okay. We're dealing with voices. the engine right now. Okay, voices, yeah, let's do this engine. voices go away. I don't like to hear the voices anymore. I made them go away once. I can make them go away again. I don't want to hear voices anymore. All right, then. Still to her, like, all right, then let's get this over with. Stop talking in my head. I hate it. I don't want to hear anything more. Stop it. I hate the voices. And she starts like claw. She starts like clawing her ears. <laughs> Kimberly, smack. We need to get this shockwave out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you guys see in the distance, uh, 
you guys at the back of the thing see that uh, there's a figure rising out of the surf and you see covered in green slime uh, on some sort of floating tensor's disc raising out of the uh, the water is King Kamaklavan covered in green slime flicking large massive Cthulhu sized tentacles off of his jacket just like he's got like a huge one huge tentacle like across his jacket and he's just like tossing it off just you know like it's nothing uh and he's just uh standing there and he's just going to begin casting a spell and you see in the distance the the sky begin to darken Uh, didn't we get 24 hours of non-violence uh i think you guys didn't kill her and escaped so i think you violated by not helping him we we helped enough. We distracted her. We got her away. You also don't know what he's doing specifically. So go ahead. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, she's just spell. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get away, right? Yeah, we we attach the the cast to the engine to supercharge it and get to right. warp speed. I'm going to allow one of you to make uh, this check, and I think you have a couple of different options as to how you want to make this check here. Uh, you can make. I will allow you to make. Uh, sleight of hand or i will allow you to make uh all right i'm gonna allow you i I need two checks to pass here i need you to make an investigation check to figure out how to do it and then i need somebody to make a sleight of hand to put it in well i should make a sleight of hand who wants to make the investigation i have only a plus one Uh, intelligence yeah i've only got a zero so my intelligence is 19 i don't see um Hey. <laughs> uh, well, I'll let you make this like the role. What you're going to do for this is that you'd probably just uh, you don't have investigation, but what you just roll is roll int plus four. Yeah. So go. Are you going to? All right. Uh, that's a six. You can have somebody if somebody can explain how they assisted you. I'll let them do it. Uh, don't you have adv- inspiration too? Or I do have inspiration. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use the inspiration. There you go. That's better. You find that you're able to pull the housing mechanism out of the space, but you realize, and you're going to tell Scree this, uh, that if he messes up, uh, this would the energy is going to flow back and explode the engine and blow out this whole place. So Scree, you need to make a sleight of hand check to insert the cask of Bargul into the engine, not touching the rim on the outside. Can I assist him? Yes, Operation. Yeah, you can. Uh, it will give him advantage. You cannot use double advantage. So sleight of hand 17. Roll the other one. Uh, with a 17, you're, it crackles, energy crackles out of it, and you're able to insert. And then the engine begins to boil and bubble and, and flow out backwards, and everything is about to just burst out of this thing. And in the distance, you see uh, uh, Kamaklavan complete his spell. And as he does so, ash begins to fall from the sky as he casts Meteor. Wait, Ash as an A-S-H or Ash as It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Half Only ass. half men. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, amen. <laughs> that's actually funny. I never realized that. Anyways, uh, yeah, as she... As, she, uh, as, as uh, he casts the spell, uh, five or six massive meteors descend from the sky as a seismic shot just from atmosphere comes down and they slam into the Keeper City. And uh, it's just one of those things where Keeper City was built on multiple levels 
of like the canals, the upper levels, the top level. And as these things hit the city blocks, they seismically just knock over the cities like dominoes as, as the systems that kept the city essentially afloat just pop like balloons and descend into the water. Uh, as you guys watch, you're able to see that uh, you're able to see that the keeper city is just going beginning to uh, like like it just descends slowly as these seismic shock waves extend out and like the water literally leaves out from under the city Venice style and then comes back as a big shock wave as the as the buildings pile over you see the law keepers the law keeper pyramid sorry the uh, the pyramid which is the home of the keeper city trading company get hit by a massive thing inverting the entire pyramid structure uh, underwater as it just sm- it smacks out and the shockwave spreads out where it's destroying every business and building inside the industrial district the thumb is destroyed the old dock is destroyed midtown is destroyed the sanguinum home of the casino is destroyed just a massive destruction flies out as people in the upper levels jump from the windows and just die as they have to fall. And people in the lower levels are literally drowned of a river of water and concrete and millions of people die before your eyes, before Kamaklavan turns his head, having sent a million people to their deaths and looks directly at the bangerang. Man, he's, probably should have kept your sunblade. Uh, yeah, seriously, I was going to say. <laughs> he's going to extend his hand up, and his sword at a point is just going to extend up, and light is going to begin refracting off the sword. And like the sunblade, it's going to uh, ignite. But unlike the sunblade, this one is going to be almost 100 feet high into the sky as a beam of light shoots upward from his hands, and he's going to begin to begin to swing it down towards the bangerang within 1,000 feet of you. Just this massive blade is coming down. Uh, and Kimberly's going to be like, somebody hit the engines, get them going. Uh, and you guys can make a save to live essentially here. Uh, go ahead and make a dexterity save to hit the big red button on the side of the engine screen. Scree. Let's go. I guess all of you can. How about that? I don't have a dexterity save. It's uh, not okay, good. Said. But a D20 is a D20. Holy shit. (laughs) Scree hits it. And the engines, like, it's almost just exactly like warp speed as you guys are rocketed forward just out from under the blade as you shoot off into the sky just at warp speed away as King Kamaklavan brings his, his shining sword down into the ocean, causing it to bubble and boil. And you guys rocket away. Everybody make me a dexterity saving throw to not fall off the banger. <laughs> uh, can I use the one I just had, but then use my inspiration? Uh, which one you just had? Oh, the ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, can do that. Plus the inspiration. Scree, you're fine. Uh, I don't have a dexterity save. I just have. Uh, you you just have to make dex saves. Yeah. Yeah. Plus one, I think. Ooh, Chuck Angus, you fall off the ship uh, because Ash and uh, Scree did so good. I will let you guys try to make a dex to grab on a Chuck. Make two more dex saves. Right. If you want to. I mean, you still a Mind Flayer. Oh, I'm doing the dex saves or are they? No, no, they are. 
Uh, Scree is able to grab him by his face tentacles, just holding him off the side of the boat as you guys hang from the bangerang as the rocket propel ride just drives you forward and you're just able to hang on as the rocket expels and you guys come to a complete stop. You're able to hoist him back over the, the railing by his face tentacles, only slightly slicing the hands, your hands on his beak, Trevor. Bird! This is where you... I always knew I could count on you. I was really expecting him to say, not the beard. You, you, you saved my life, bird. You can grab whatever you want to grab. That's... Oh, damn. Oh, man. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> you think I'm deeply uncomfortable. Leave yeah. them flustered and confused. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the I'm, way. I'm bloody deeply uncomfortable. I think I wiped the slime off on my, uh, on my, on my robe. And uh, <laughs> Lord Venom's gonna come up, and he's like, "Does anyone? Does anyone want drinks?" Damn right, uh, I want a drink. Yeah, that was that was intense. Uh, it's almost like the DM hated that city because he feels like it got a lot out of hands. So he decided to destroy it in a in a bit of madness. Uh, Jesus, I didn't say that. Uh, there is no Jesus. There is only destruction. Let's get some drinks before we get philosophical or venom. Yeah, let's just get some drinks. Uh, and yeah. We can proceed from here. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is the end of the Keeper City arc. I think I pretty much aggressively ended Keeper City. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you can't go back. Uh, you, you you flipped it off on the way out saying, yeah. oh, fuck you. I hated it more than Waterdeep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cities are tough. Is it because we didn't let you monologue? It is exactly because you didn't let me let me monologue. (laughs) That's exactly. Is it because I I solved your puzzles super easy, but then got stuck on the simple floor trap? It's not specifically that, but it's not. It didn't help that, but also more in the line of. uh, Fuck this shit, I'm out. (laughs) Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm. No thanks, don't mind me. Yeah, yeah, I'm just grab yeah, my stuff and leave. We're all out of there. Me, so, yeah. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, yeah, so this has been the I love that song. Why where has it been all my life? I know. We've been this has been the conclusion of the Keeper City uh uh Beyond Evil uh season 3 of the uh Villains of Nevera campaign. Uh thank you for listening. Next week we're going to continue on uh Gentlemen, I have two options for you. Are you prepared? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was prepared for options. Where, what uh, do you need from me at this point to continue working for me? Answers. Power. Sanity. I would enjoy figuring out a way, if there was a way for us to continue to work together, where you trusted us more to inform us of when bad things happened. The trust, we could have solved, if you had trusted me at any point in the last 10 days and told me about St. Helena, I could have sorted all that out for you. Hmm. This kind of... With all due respect, Uh, you almost died a half dozen times and Chuck got turned into a mind flayer. I don't necessarily. Well, I've think died twice. I know you. I've died a, twice for this pause. Yeah, it's not exactly a super successful like arc where you guys just didn't trust us and let us help you. 
well, you make it seem like we're we're on our own because we're so understaffed. Well, that's why I'm asking what you need from me. Do you need reassurance? Do you need? Do you want to know more? I think I find myself trusting you guys less and less, but somehow more at the same time. I trust that your ends are simple, if that makes any sense. I don't mean that as an insult, just as an observation. I'm here as long as it aids my goals. My goals you don't need to know quite yet. Well, then you don't need to know mine. I probe your thoughts. You get nothing. <laughs> I guess you can make make a, another wisdom save if you want. You want him to? Yeah. Yeah. 24, he passes. I will get in there, my pretty. Did you say that out loud? (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. I I, I will get in there. His mouth. I will mind fuck you so deep. His mouth opens and green spittle of acid that strikes the deck sizzling comes out. Do not attempt to violate the confines of my mind, Chuck. I have dealt with mind flayers much older and much more powerful than you for a long, long, long time. You will not win in a contest of will, sir. You'll be crushed underneath my weight, and without your muscles and strength to help you, you are no good to me. You are not nearly as good as you were. So do not attempt to match wits, because you're still Chuck Angus. You're still the idiot that we always knew you were. Yes, I am still Chuck Angus, one of your best operatives. Fair is fair, but do not preclude that I could get new operatives. Though less effective, that does not mean that you have a right to invade my mind. I mean, part of this mistrust was due to a lack of information, a lack of openness. If you want to build this trust, this, this, it has to start somewhere. Your previous Agreed. operatives jump shipped. Agreed. And most likely, if I am to guess, Bag of Nails assumed that Helena could help him with his own mind slug or something along those lines. It's hard to tell what is, was going through his head. He was a cagey son of a bitch, that one. He was dead before I got here, so I couldn't probe his mind. Anyways, I would I would suggest that you know that our true goals here are singularly the resurrection of Lord Barkul. As you may have guessed, when we worked as the demon army, we had a singular goal. To keep the outer gate shut. Many people think of the Outer Gates as a metaphor. In reality, the gods of this universe helped create it and created it as a plane in which to foster humans. In reality, we're cattle meant to suffer and feed the old ones on the outside, sating them so that they don't tear down the Outer Gates and consume this reality and the gods wholesale. They did many thousands of years ago, came here and tore apart this place leaving only enough to survive and continue. And they do so in a cycle, opening the outer gates and just nearly destroying the world. It was Bargul's dream to try to keep this as as closed as long as possible. 
And to do this, he created great suffering. In his research before he died, he was attempting to find a way to shut the outer gates forever so that the cycle would not have to be repeated. It is my dream to resurrect that man and let us mortals claim the right to this universe in a way that we have never once had. So in a way you want to end the suffering. I do want to end suffering. Well, Lord Venom, I agree. I think we. I think it's long overdue that we start to trust each other. And what really makes makes me want to trust you is having a seat at the table, having knowing exactly what's happening and when it's going to happen. So you say you want to summon Bargul, but what happens after that? Like specifically, what do we do once he's here? If Lord Bargul, am I going to get power? Yes. First off, he's insanely powerful. Uh, you just saw King Kamaklavan destroy a city. Bargul, King Kamaklavan, and the rest of the Kingfishers together were barely enough to kill him. All right. The services of such well, a I being think for- could be very, very helpful to you in terms of just power. And if you want power, we can get you other sources of power. The objects and self that we will use to resurrect him are objects of power and of themselves. Well, uh, I want what I think is necessary for our. We want to. We want both want a partnership here, so we both want a seat at the table to discuss. That's what I'm offering strategy. you. I just to told you everything, now. and I'll give you a choice now because there are two remaining items that we require to summon Barkul, and I'll give you the choice right now, as you're my only remaining team, and uh, I've been setting up our lo- our layer outside in the ocean. I. Uh, Want to take us there and take some time to make a plan on which we go from here. I say to Ash directly, it's like, half-elf, you have a seat already. Ask for a booster seat. more in the last, like, hour than you ever did as Chuck Angus. I'm really confused as to whether Chuck Angus is still alive. You know what I mean? That's for them to think about, DM, not you. Listen, mind player. Listen, I, I understand we have a seat at the table, but sometimes we just get thrown into the fire and just because, you know? Yeah, that's why you ask for a booster seat, maybe a bib. Are you you calling, have the seat. Now you need the accommodations. Are you calling me a baby right now? I just said you needed a booster seat. Was it not obvious that I think of you at least as a toddler? You're not a baby, but like, come on, man. Um, I'm gonna cast polymorph on Chuck. Do it. What are you gonna <laughs> turn him into? Uh, go ahead. Chuck, well, make, gotta me... make a yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisdom save. Or what is it? Wisdom save of what? It's no, uh, you know sixteen. Yeah, but what? What? Uh, use, uh yeah. Mind flare is plus six. So go what? ahead. Wisdom plus six. You fail. I have advantage on. Uh, no, you used bah, it. Bah, bah, saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That's oh, my magical resistance. Shit. Yeah. Go ahead. He does, yeah. Yeah. Roll one more. I wish I could see. I can send you the page. 15, you fail. What do you turn him into, Ch- Ash? Uh, he goes into a, a, a rat. Okay. You turn him into a rat. Chuck is now a rat. Now you have to make an intelligence. You make an intelligence save to keep your mind about you and not your uh, 
you don't become like a rat mentally. All right, intelligence. Same thing, 16. Yeah, 22, you pass, and you are still an intelligent rat, Chuck, uh, Chuck Angus. Right, I'm going to grab, grab him by his tail. Thank you for that. Uh, I'll t- bring Zelix in here, and we shall try to ascertain if there's any of Chuck Angus left in this being. Don't yeah. fuck with me, mind player Chuck Angus. And then I throw him. As a rat, can I still use my mind blast since I recharged it back? Uh, no, you cannot. Yeah, you're your intelligence. Yeah. Okay. You only have like two hit points, so I throw you against a, a plank and you turn back. Yeah. So you get hit and you get your body crushed as a rat and you pop back. It is not a pleasant experience. I attack with my tentacles. Uh, uh, Lord Venom is going to step between you and be like, stop. It was fair. You insulted him. What did you expect to happen, Chuck? He insults me by existing. This is not like the Chuck that was here before. Do you intend to cast doubts into your personage? Songs the bird is loyal. The half elf was always on thin ice. Chuck, we 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 tried to save you multiple times. You saved me multiple times. How in the world are you being so hostile towards me? I know what's in your head now. <laughs> is that not fair to say? I mean. It, it, it all comes from a place of you, you insulting me first. You haven't Ever since read the prison. anyone's thoughts, just like square enough. Like, I'm just pointing he, that out. He doesn't know that. Yeah, I don't oh, know that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, okay. I just, from <laughs> the DM, I'm confused by this as much as the other players. So I'm just like. It's, which, which, which is fair. I'm being extra chaotic right now. I was about you, to say. You have hated me since day one just because of who I was. And then after all the things I've done, everything has happened. You still just see me as that thing. Well, I Grow guess, up. I guess we also have to build some trust then. I've been building. You've been breaking. Mm, I walk away. This is tearing me apart on the inside. <laughs> Don't fight. Custody bird. Who owns Scree's custody? <laughs> Uh, we succeed in summoning the demon lord. Does that mean we could all be generals together and yeah. keep keep totally. fighting together forever? Definitely, Scree. We could def keep the family together. I promise you, son. It's going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> like that's what I want. I give you a choice now. Then, if you would all vote, and we'll take a vote on where we go next. I am going to illustrate a vote in the process, and I think that I'll allow you three to vote as well. There are two last items that we require to summon Bargul. Bargul is required. The, the general plan is to use the spell from uh, the Book of Vile Darkness to resurrect him as a lich. But we require several things. We have his body in the cask of Bargul. We have the phylactery in which we'll use in the axe. The sea axe, we'll use that as the phylactery. And we require two other... Uh, two other... Jesus. Why does my mom only ever call during this? Uh, then we'll have uh, two other items that we require 
because his soul was destroyed by the uh, the Kingfishers, we require a uh, a item, uh, a lost artifact, in a lost temple in the deep forests of Fargo of the continent of Fargo Na, south of here, across a boiling desert. Or you can also, of course, go to Magehold City, where we will have to steal the Book of Vile Darkness. Hmm. So, essentially, we're either going to go tomb diving across a great desert, or you're going to go and to, or we're going to try to secretly enroll you in a magic school uh, to get, uh, to steal a book. I'm beginning to think that maybe our group is starting to fall apart a little bit. I'm, I'm afraid of that, but I, I guess, I don't know. We never talked about maybe why we all, well, I guess we did, but it was a long time ago, why we all got in prison together. And uh, I was trying to steal this book because I thought it would make me more powerful and able to, uh, to get back something I lost. So I, I want that still. This doesn't work out. If this is important to you, I will aid you in your quests. That means a lot. I will say this. Chuck, I think. It is probably more difficult to retrieve the book than the than the other item in the tomb uh, at this point for you. But you may have the choice. I mean, if this is the harder mission, then clearly you should send your better operatives I may actually have better operatives now, in all honesty. Ouch. Now is a challenge. (laughs) Yes. Four turtle brothers that come from Magehold. (laughs) Okay, we just got Batman, and now we're going to get non-copyrighted versions of something i'm joking yeah, i don't think the reference i'm not doing i'm not doing city. i'm not doing that first I, I i shot my foot in keeper city i'm going to be careful with how many movie references and how i go about it all right I would don't be, worry Jack, learn they're just a lesson cousins. learn a lesson they're kappa cousins that's all they won't have headbands how about that I, I also should if it's if it's important to scree and I mean a, a city of mages can't be too can't be too bad right hmm. yeah you have more uh, questions about your uh, majory upbringings don't you Ash uh, I'll take it <laughs> yeah actually I've never you know I'm not actually a conventional wizard so it would be nice to know where the magic comes from. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, with that, uh, the Bangarang is going to turn from its suddenly heading to the north, and you guys are going to begin to head towards Magehold. Yeah. And that's all for tonight. We're going to end a bit earlier. Uh, for the Pen and Paper Pod, this has been Trevor Flynn playing the Kinku Rogue Scree. Good night, everybody. This has been Edwin Reyes playing the Mind Flayer formerly known as Chuck Angus. I'm not dead! Lord. Uh, yeah, and of course, Tanner playing Ash Fallbright, the half-elf shadow sorcerer. To quote Minos, it's gonna be sick, dog. (laughs) 
That's why he was my deity, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was down. He, he was too soft. He accepted defeat. That's not the Chuck Angus way. Oh, my God. Anyways, I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thanks for listening to the Pen and Paper Pod. Yeah, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be having a giveaway with Tasha's Cauldron and everything. Stay tuned for that. Uh, also, while you're there, uh, check out all of our other shows at the Tuscan Shed Media Network. That's the TuscanShed.com, where you can check out our such shows as the Movie Gang Podcast, Animania, and all of our backlog shows, including Save Point, uh, Feast for Bros., uh, Geek Space Nine, Live Long and Discover. God damn, we have a lot of shows. Uh, check out all of those. And while you're over there, head on over to our, uh, our our pod feed where you can get all these episodes downloaded as a podcast form so you can cook dinner and listen to these at the same time. So we highly recommend that. One last time from everyone here at the Pen and Paper Pod and by extension, the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Thanks for listening. So did we just fuck ourselves on the difficulty curve? <laughs>